but I got I got engaged guys... for all the wrong reasons. Like it was like I was 25. I felt society's like pressure, and I felt I, I was like this is gonna make me this is gonna make my dad happy. Yeah, to make my mom happy, and it did. They were like congratulations, but I, yeah, it was just not good. They they have that stat. It said I read somewhere that it was saying like couples that live together before they get married. They, it's like they're like twice as likely to break up or something yeah, like that. Makes sense. Oh, twice as likely to break up. Yeah. Okay. That's what I heard. That's that's a statistic that I read. Well, going back on the last theme, we're all raised on a lie. That's yeah. That was me buying the lie that like yeah, you just get married. That's what you do, and you have a kid, and everyone goes because society goes. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. You know, like, you, you get that. you get mail. You get pieces of mail that are like. We're so happy for you. You're like, I'm, I'm miserable. It's, it's a form of validation in like a life that otherwise you don't really get that much of. So it's like getting married is like one of those milestones where it's like, okay, I'm doing something right. Like this is, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But like, or it's just like it's so ingrained in our society that like it's like, all right, I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna get a job. I'm gonna settle down. I'm gonna get married. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy the house with the fucking white fence, and you know, like. It's and that's just not for some people, especially like that young. That's very young too. I think it's I think it's an age thing. Like I, there's definitely gonna be. I couldn't. I, the idea of getting married right now is inconceivable. Dude, I just yeah, played I'm a twenty five w- in September. And like, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine getting married, dude. I cannot. But at the same time, girls have a different like timeline lined up. You know, you're dealing with somebody else's life there. Yeah. You know, when you're in a relationship like that, it's like, you know, I might have all these things going on, but like. Your girlfriend might be thinking like, "All right, I'm 25, like trying to have kids before, like I'm in my 30s, maybe." You know, who fucking knows? Mm-hmm. It's like that's you got a lot of shit to contend with. I I could. Uh, do you see yourself ever getting married, or are you just? Yeah, maybe someday. I mean, uh, it was just it was just early. You know, it was like it was like something that I. Yeah, like I said, I was just like pressured to do. It was like society pressure and, and sort of I, I felt that and uh it wasn't right. I mean I, I wasn't uh you know I'm sure for some people, you know, marriage can work out great. It's just for me it it, it wasn't uh But that was seven years ago now. Oh, it was yeah. longer than that, yeah. And uh, you were going into like, it for the wrong reasons. Yo, so, you yeah, know, oh, like, yeah. Oh you yeah. Know, you and I'm sure know. there's a lot of people out there who who feel like you know they're out of ideas, and and this is a great way to make your parents and your aunts and your uncles happy in your neighborhood. And everyone yeah. goes, "Oh, you're married." You know, it's it's very right. on paper. It's like, "Oh, we're having a wedding. That must be a party." But I've been to a lot of weddings that you know people they're, they're divorced now. You know. Yeah. It's like I want my fucking money back. You know. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I've only been to like a couple weddings in my life, but like at least like one or two of them not together I'm anymore. Sure, it works for some people. Yeah, but yeah, if you're in it for the wrong reasons, don't do it. Is this the camera? Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> and we're live, baby, live from the studio. <laughs> that don't is, do it. Don't do it. Turn this shit off. This is gonna be a hot one. This is Eric Glazer. I'm Jimmy Seleski. We got Archie Jameson Hi. on the couch tonight. Thank the, you for having me. I really yeah, oh yeah, no problem, dude. Backstage casting couch. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna say one of the. (laughs) That's like, that's like. I I always use the example of of college, and it's probably just because I'm just like, you know, I'm assuming people probably listen or they probably don't listen, whatever. But they're just like, yo, Jimmy, just fucking, just he's always shit talking college. But it's just like, I feel like once you get out of high school, it's just a constant search for like, all right, so 
not the real world yet. It's just like I, I, okay. So when I was working as a server, my big thing was like, man, once I had like a steady income, once I have like a steady income, like a respectable position, that's when I'm going to be happy. And now I'm in a kind of a place where I have that almost lined up and I can already tell it's like, nope, I'm not, not going to be happy when I do that. Like, that's not it. And then it's like on to the next thing. And then it's like, okay, maybe when I get married and then I can, it's just like a constant, it's like not saying that those things don't make, not saying that getting married wouldn't make me happy or having kids wouldn't make me happy, but it's like, I can just already tell it's like, that's, I don't know. I don't see a time. I don't know what it's going to be. That's going to make me sit back and be like, all right, this is it. This is, this is exactly, this is exactly where I need to be right now. You know, I don't, I don't, and I, I feel the pain of other people. Cause I think a lot of people go through that. I think everybody goes through that. I think that's why people do the things they do, why they get married early, why they, why they, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just another scam. It's just another <laughs> scam that they get you to, buy. you know, listen, I went through it, man. I, you, you buy, uh, you know, you're supposed to spend X amount of oh, money yeah, from like, like the like, three month salary, yeah. but it was made up by the diamond industry or yeah. whatever, like the jewelry industry. Dude, and I was driving a forklift. It's just like a made up saying. Like, I think uh, getting married is important. I think, I think it was understood and, and there's got to be a reason why pretty much every culture regardless of religion marriage is one of those things that transcends like everything like like every culture pretty much that i know of every every culture that i can think of they have some form of like marriage like that's that's the idea of of two people getting together and saying we're going to do this that's one of those things that transcends every every culture every religion one of those things there's got to be a reason for that I think it's a very valuable thing. I think for a society, I think to have strong family units, and that had to be something that they understood back then. So it's definitely something that I, I would want to do eventually. I don't think I don't. I think the diamond ring thing is definitely a scam. But then it's like one of those things where it's like again, like if it were up to me, honestly, if it were up to me, I would, I I wouldn't want to do all the bullshit. I don't. I don't. I've talked about this before a long time ago. Those other guys uh, live from the shop. Shout out to live from the shop. We were talking about like proposing and like how you would do it. D- did you get on like a knee and oh, the whole? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh, I went. I had it. Uh, yeah, I went and got a ring, and I I went. We went on this walk that we would always go to, and I, I had the like the spot picked out, and like oh yeah, it was like yeah. Dude, I can't, I can't imagine doing it because it's just like those things don't seem natural to me. Those things just don't like I. There's, I said it, it was like there's never a time in my life when I could take myself seriously like getting underneath. But at the same time, it's like if you're a girl, that's something that you expect. Probably most, I, I would assume that most like girl, even though they don't admit it, they kind of want that that romance, that it's romantic so, yeah, edge. Yeah, it's so things. ingrained in our society. I mean, uh, somebody was talking the other day, like. Uh, yeah, you know it's it's funny how little boys will 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 play guns and yeah. cops and robbers, and then little girls will, you know, they navigate towards Barbie dolls and stuff. It's like I don't think they do. I think that we we show them that early on. Well, I did see this. It was actually interesting because um, and I think that that young girls will will grow up to be. I want to be a bride, but it's like that's not. I think that's learned. I really do. You know, yeah. I, 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 I could see thinking that as well. And I do think, and there's a lot of, especially to now. To some degree. These days, there's a lot of talk about like every, like every gender role, every single thing is just like a social construct and it's all ingrained by society. But they actually did this, they did this like a uh, study with, uh, I forgot what kind of 
uh, monkey it was. It was some type of monkey. And they, they just did this study where they took these um, toys out in a field and they had like quote unquote guy toys and quote unquote girl toys. So like the girl toys were like little dolls, baby dolls and shit like that. And the boy toys were like trucks and like things to like fidget around with. And they actually found even with these like monkeys, the females gravitated to like the dolls like it was almost like it was almost like a it was like a nine to ten ratio. Like the guys were all all the male monkeys went to go play with like the trucks and like do like the fidgety things, and all the girls gravitated to like the baby dolls and started like caring for them and nurturing them. And it makes you think like I don't there's I think before something becomes a, a social construct, social constructs are biological constructs. You know, before before somebody sat back and said, This is how we're gonna do it. There had to be a biological reason for like why they even had the idea to do it that way. Right. You know, like for there's a reason I don't like when you think about it, there's a reason why men have the role in society they do. There's a woman why there's a reason why women have the role and it could have been the other way around, but it wasn't. Why? Why isn't it that it's just like there there is definitely it's oh, more totally. it's gotta be more than just somebody just decided one day that this is how it's gonna be and all girls are gonna be like this and all guys are gonna be like this. It's gotta be Although I, I totally agree. I, I think that that uh, that women have a, a stronger need to like nurture, you know, um, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I, I guess I was talking about like the, the, the formalities the, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, about about being married and stuff like that. It is definitely a natural tendency for, and I can't speak for women. I'm not a woman, you exactly. know. Uh, I'm not a women's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is certainly a, 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 an aspect of nurturing, and 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 then there's a, a, and and love and and child care mm-hmm. and everything oh, like yeah. that. And that, just like there is the the instinct for us to like, we're supposed to be warriors, we're supposed to be hunters, we're supposed to be killers, mm-hmm. and you can feel that in yourself too, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I just feel like maybe, you know, the the constructs of of a bride and a groom are, are, are what's wrong. And and I, I've been listening to a lot of fucking podcasts about. Uh, you know polygamy and 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 uh, talking about you know you were you were going talking about monkeys mm-hmm. and um, I've done no research at all but uh, you know some some uh, I almost called them monkey tribes they're definitely not monkey tribes I guess in a way they are certain certain primates um, seem to use sex uh, dolphins I know as more of a maintenance within the group so we know we're highly social yes. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's time for human beings to rethink what that means. You know, as far as is it, certainly monogamy works for some people. I don't. I don't know. It's just to me, it's, it just seems wide open. Well, you know? with and and the thing is, and that's another biological thing. I think um, with men, I, sometimes I like talk to my girlfriend about this. Like I try to explain. Oh, good luck certain, with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, Listen, baby. Sometimes I want to fuck other girls. What? Well, okay, yeah. okay. So, so bring it it's back. Tough. Bring it back to on a biological level, like an evolutionary level. A woman, a woman has sex with a man. You know, before we are, have all this birth control and everything like that, and before maybe we were even smart enough to know that that's how. Because I, I don't even know. Do animals know when they're having sex that that's why they're doing it? Like, is a fucking squirrel think, smart enough I to think be like? Most of animal kingdom is just rape. Well, <laughs> I see it is. I, I, it, it I could, don't think well, a lot it could, of it's consensual. Yeah. I think I think Dude, maybe I the, the higher this, primates, like, the dolphins, thing. the orcas, the that's sort of consensual. But most of it is just. Dude, I was watching a nature documentary rape. on koala bears. Yeah, and it was like cats, it was like British narrated, 
And like it was literally just a koala, a female koala, and then a male koala scurrying up to her and then just trying to bust. Yeah. And then <sighs> the female is like trying to get away, trying to get away, and she finally gets away. And the narrator's like, hmm, it looks like he wasn't lucky this time around. But no, <laughs> but he's off to search for another mate. It's like, but what it, the but fuck? At the same time, that's that's like that's kind of their way of courtship in a way. Like they don't have words. They don't have like they're not gonna fucking sit around like the the more developed animals will sit around and like like socialize and like or whatever. But I mean female animals definitely go into heat. Female animals definitely want sex as well. And that's why the males compete. That's why fucking bucks try to have the bigger horns and fucking go at each other because they become more attractive to the females. Like, it's not, like, across the board, women, that was another thing that really just blew my fucking mind when I was in high school. I realized that girls actually also want to have sex. I For some reason, I always just yeah. viewed it as, like... When I found out girls masturbated, too, I was like, whoa. <laughs> that's hot as shit. <laughs> it, like, blew my mind. It was like, I was like, oh, girls like this, too. And so that, that probably transcends the animal kingdom. But the difference is, Bringing it back on a on a biological level, a man a, a woman goes out, she has sex, she gets pregnant, and that's it. For not if you're a human woman for nine months, you can't get pregnant again. You can't fucking like you're done. You're out of the game mm. until you have that baby. A man, I uh, physically speaking, a man could go out and impregnate within the course of nine months an almost like countless amount of women. You know, so the wiring way is. I would imagine that over time it kind of became instinctual that I, I wouldn't be surprised if women have more of a um, predisposition to monogamy than men do. Because on a biological level with, with men, it's like we're wired to like just spread it you know, so like you can get one girl pregnant and then you can go get another girl pregnant. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's the way we're thinking about it. That's not, yeah. If you shoot yourself in the head in your apartment, <laughs> and you fall backwards and you're dead. Your balls continually yeah, make still life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're. That's what we have. Yeah, that's why whenever like they open a sarcophagus in like one of those mummy movies, there's like that big puff of white smoke. That's because there's balls, dude. Still <laughs> super dry. Still busted. It's kind of unknown. That's what dust yeah, is, dude. It's, it's kind of unknown. You know, we really, we really just don't know. I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, you're right, and I guess the science is coming out. We don't really know because you kind of have to look at it as like, you know, people, society is all fucked up or or it's all correct. It's a spectrum, right? It's kind of looking at society like, is this forest dying or is this forest thriving? You don't really know. It's kind of both. I'm not sure what's working, me, what's not. I'm, I'm not really into that either. Like, oh, monogamy is not working, but I'm not one of those either. But I, I am definitely interested in thinking about, you know, it is interesting uh because i mean i've seen in my life now uh you know i'm 35 so when i was a kid it wasn't as many women in you know doing this well in the workplace mm -hmm. you know for lack of better words I, I i don't know but uh seems like women are making more money so we have to sort of rethink everything that that's been a new thing to me like oh man it's the, the likelihood of you meeting a girl that makes more money than you that's new to me yeah, um, mm -hmm. and that might sound I might sound dated and whatever, but that's well, yeah. it, it's it's kind of like in my opinion, um, the fact that we've kind of taken because we talked about this a little bit with Henry the other night. Mm -hmm. We were talking about just like the difference between the way guys and girls think, and like when you're in a relationship, just like 
certain things. There's just certain disconnects, like certain ways that like I'll express myself to another person where I'm thinking like, like, you know, my girlfriend would be like, you're not, you don't do these things. Like you don't like do these little extra things. And I'm thinking like, but like I did this, like that should, like that works with my guy friends. Like my guy friends know that I appreciate them by certain things that I do. You know, but on the same token, it's like there's a complete disconnect when you're talking to like they they women they do think differently. Oh yeah, their brains are 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 you know composed differently. There's a whole bunch of other things, and they that's, seem to navigate by intuition. You know, so yes. that, that's what makes uh, it being uh, that's what makes heterosexual relationships strange, right? When you come home and you go, "What did I say? Something? What I don't understand." Yeah. She she yeah. has just decided. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, women get a lot of shit. You know, rightly so. <laughs> you know, for being like multiple personalities. You know, you, you're not dating one woman. Yeah, you're but dating were, eight or nine different women. That's that's what you get. You you leave the house and you say we left on this term. You come home, she's somehow mad at you. But the reason is, is because <laughs> <laughs> the that's reason, real shit. The reason why there's such a confusion surrounding women is because it's uh, all the confusion is within men, and there's two equally valid interpretations of the universe competing. So oh, like yeah. so like on one end I'm sitting here thinking like well we got, we're we're the ones that are right right like they're crazy and they're probably sitting there doing right. the same thing like why the fuck is he why does he think like that the crazy you know? thing is that nobody's right or wrong exactly that's the hard part about it he's like she's not wrong and that's and that, and you're not wrong and sometimes you gotta say I'm sorry it's just dude it's fucking weird right I think that in in my <laughs> and this is my opinion I think that one of the worst things we did. Or what, um, and this is going to come off as strange at first, but bear with me here. One of the worst things we did is, is basically kind of say that like, okay, so, so for all of history up until now, pretty much, it was the man's role to go out and get a job, work the job, bring home the money, and it was the quote unquote woman's role to take the money, nurture the family, be the homekeeper, blah, 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 blah. And those things were valued equally. Even like that's evident in like alimony laws. Like for the way alimony set up, the reason why women get half your shit is because it was understood that back in the old days, the man went out and worked and the woman didn't. And so, it, but, but at the same time, her role at the house was equally as important. It was yeah. just and a divorce, as divorce, she would be left with nothing. Exactly. She would be left no with job. nothing. Yeah. And so under the eyes of the law, they didn't look at it as like, well, yeah, the guy went out and made money and he made all that money, but the woman didn't do fucking shit. She just fucking sat at home, cooked, raised the kids. Like, what makes what makes you think she's getting any of that money? But what was always understood was that that was very important. That was a crucial part of the of the family dynamic. Yeah. And so what we've kind of done lately, um, I'm not going to say who, but what we, what's kind of been happening lately is we've kind of gone out and said, no, doing that means you're selling yourself short. If you're a woman and you don't want to go out and, and go to college and get a career just like every other man, you have to, if you're a woman, the best way you can prove just your worth to the world is by going out and doing everything a man can do just as well. And of course, a woman can do everything a man can do just as well. But there's kind of this thing where it's gone where it's saying like, we've almost kind of said like, if you don't do what a man can do, then you're selling yourself short. Or you're like falling into this like, oh, you're, you're just being just a, a typical, like you're not doing enough. You're just falling yeah, you're into like the patriarchy. And or... so to me, there's no more demeaning thing you could say to somebody than to say, okay, here's the female role. 
traditionally. Here's the male role traditionally. The only way a woman can be quote unquote worth it is if she goes out and fulfills the male role because the woman's role just isn't important. To me, the ultimate feminism would be like, hey guys, look, this shit's important. There are a lot of, there are a lot of, um, I'll tell you, um, personally, my girlfriend, she, she, we talk about this all the time. She's like, she goes to Towson and she's getting, she graduated actually last week with two degrees from, um, and it was, it was awesome. But she's always sitting there, she's like, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, what would really make me happy is just to like have a family and not have to work all the time and be able to spend time with my kids and stuff like that. And I was like, honestly, what would really make me happy is if, if we could do that. Like if, if I could go out and I was making enough money to be able to provide that and, you, and, and we could have that kind of traditional dynamic. And it's weird. I, I, I do believe that there's a lot of women out there that really feel like they've almost been told they're not allowed to do that. Like it's not okay. It's not okay to just play the traditional role, which I think is a major downfall in, in what is to be, what is it like, what wave are we on? Yeah, Third wave feminism? To be. Yeah, totally. And I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel like the men have, have fucked up just as much too. I feel like, uh, you know, you see, you know, we're talking about the pussification of guys, you know, you see a lot of like new guys out there, mm. you know, like, you know, complaining and, and, uh, yeah, I feel the same. I feel like the gender roles have, have you know, well, now they're definitely it's, changing, but I mean, yeah. I, feel, I feel like men, uh, are just as responsible, you know, it's just like, um, for some, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like men got a role there too. You're supposed to protect your community. You're supposed to, mm -hmm. like, if somebody comes in your house, you're supposed to choke that motherfucker out. You know, you're supposed to be the fucking, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's changing. It's we can't really help it. It's taken away from the nucleus of what it means to be a family. Think about it. If both people are expected to go out and have 40-hour a week, full-time salary positions, doctors, lawyers, whatever. Yeah, there's no time. Who's raising the kids? There's no time. Who's raising yeah. the kids? Right, exactly. And going back to what you're talking about, like tradition, um, how far are we going back with tradition is it tra is it american tra tradition is it is it because america's only been around 300 years mm -hmm. is it western society tradition yeah absolutely not it's hard to say because we don't really know you know it's, it's like that's what, it's that's hard. What you're looking at your woman and you're going like what what are we supposed to be but that's that's what we were saying when we first started the conversation is the idea of getting married and having a family and having a dad and a mom and the mom being the nurturer and the dad being the provider that's not exclusively western that's not that's not something that's only in European American society. That's something that's pretty much like I said transcended. The idea of marriage and the idea of those gender roles are pretty much yeah, like you'll hear back. every now and then, you'll hear every now and then about like these like mythical matriarchal societies where like the women were actually in charge which right. I mean maybe well, they're all of those societies though they're worshiped because of like the female role essentially. Yes. Yes. Mhm. Mm it wasn't but, because they were, you know, I mean, and their cases, you know, in the animal kingdom, like with penguins, like the woman stays home with the kid, the man goes out, but then when the man gets back, the female goes out to get fish, you know, like there's instances in the animal kingdom where those roles, you know, but still in that case, when the egg is there, the female doesn't leave. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, and of course, every animal does it differently. You know, you know, like for instance, penguins are monogamous, which is weird. I think there's other creatures that do it, but there's definitely been this. Uh, again, bringing it back, if 
everyone is expected. And that's that's kind of the same thing where it's like, along with with the idea of being a homemaker has been kind of undervalued or it's being undervalued in today's society in my opinion the idea of of working with your hands and 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 doing something other than like we just have this this idea that like if you like the only way you can be considered successful is if you are someone who who's getting a degree and getting going to college and doing something like you know a banker or financier but the idea of being like a mechanic or something like that we've completely just oh, you're just right. you're not doing it right yeah. you're, you're like not doing a fucking ac tech or like a plumber yeah. or whatever dude. but what yeah, you like forget is high school jobs, tech, you fucking dude, loser yeah. yeah they make bank like it's crazy because people need those yeah. people yeah, it's like Good role. The same way you need somebody to be the homemaker. I again, I yeah. do not understand yeah. how you can say that both people in the relationship are expected to do the same exact thing. Who raises the kids? We're gonna have an entire I'm society. Out, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that it's. I don't want to use the word that gross word capitalism, but it's it's a I, result. I was thinking that as it's well. It's a result of our society. Like, how can we like get the more consumer because culture. America doesn't care about your family. And the dynamic, they, they they care about how many little, oh, you had a new kid, how many new consumers can we get out of your family? Oh, you got a new kid on the way? Oh, he can work in. Oh, we got this you new know, toy. So it's like, it, I We're feel like, and I don't want to be all Illuminati and shit. No, but no, no, because no, I was going to take it a step further, actually, but go on. Let's go. I was yeah, well, think back to World War II. Think back to World War II. Yeah. The whole initiative of you to getting tanks? women into the workforce was to, yeah, build shit and to, you know, uh, fill all of the vacant jobs of all the soldiers under the left. falsehood of equality. Yeah. yeah, let me tell you something. I read the other night. I read the Communist Manifesto. It's a very short book written by Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels. Classic. The, it was. Oh, you one of those smart guys. It that was reads. okay, but I you're can't familiar. Compete with this. <laughs> but you're familiar with, dude. He's read the Bible. He's a uh, fucking nerd. He just but, likes to read. I listen to books on tape. It took me an hour. I, it, it, would, it would take me like five days to read it if I read it. But I suck at reading. I think the Bible was like the last thing I actually read, and that was like ten years ago. That's like anyway, a minute too. Yeah, I remember that's a long ass time. Shit. Anyway, what was I going with that? Uh, Nietzsche and or not Nietzsche and uh, oh yeah, Karl Marx, Marx Frederick Engels, yeah. the Communist Manifesto, and what the Communist Manifesto said and i think one of the big and and okay so first of all he says it himself quote unquote paraphrasing this karl marx says to sum up the baseline principle of what communism is it is the abolition of personal property and the complete abolition of personal property all the way down and this is some this will bring it back there was a chapter in the book where he says that the idea of a nuclear family, the idea of a man and woman and kids, is a capitalist creation that was meant for people to be able to hoard wealth. The idea that you could make money and keep that within your family. Karl Marx actually, in his book, in, in the Communist Manifesto, said that in a truly perfect communist society, there would be no such thing as families, there would, be, there would be no husband and wife, and it would just be kind of what he described as a promiscuous horde. So you just have a bunch of people living in this commune, right? Fucking and whoever they want as they please. The women get pregnant, they have kids. Those kids don't have fathers. Those kids don't have mothers. Once those kids are had, they become children of the state, and they become raised by the state. And I was sitting there thinking, and I was like, do people understand that about communism? I don't know. 
Because I think there's a lot of people that will declare themselves communists that I don't think they truly understand that that's what we're talking about. We're talking about almost existing in somewhat of like an ant colony where like we're just all drones and we don't have a father. Because think about what makes you you. You're raised by your father. You're raised by your mother. You have your you have your family. You have your ancestry. We're not just we're not just fucking. You know, I would hate if my entire identity was based off of what I learned in public school. Right. You know. Yeah, but that's scary. that's what we're talking about here. And so I'm thinking, what are the modern parallels? Modern parallels to today's society are we're talking about now instead of having the father who becomes a provider and working, and having the mother who stays home and makes the house. And that's the idea of a nuclear family. Well, now we're talking about, well, now you guys are both going to go out and be worker ants. You're both worker ants. And your kids, somebody's got to watch them. Give them to us. Yeah. Put them in daycare center. Put them in, put them in these public... Yeah, yeah. Yes. Put paying them in these the babysitter, public, paying their yeah. pills, fucking... Put them, put them away. And then those kids, it, it's, it's a, it, to me, what, what you're saying you were viewing as capitalism, I'm actually viewing as a complete deconstruction of capitalism which in my opinion is not a very and people very well may disagree with me on this but i think that another thing that he says at the very end when he's summing up everything he says the communist movement will get behind anything anything they were talking about the socialists the democratic socialists in france and everything like because all these terms existed back then i don't think people mm. understand that you know, we, we hear Bernie Sanders talking about democratic socialism, and that's the first time most people no, ever no, heard. No, 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 that's yeah, all, yeah, that's, that's old that, school, yeah. You know, you, yeah. You, there's fucking, you read Mein Kampf, and Hitler is talking about that shit, dude. Yeah. It was understood. Yeah, it can be dangerous stuff. It was understood. Sure. It was understood. You ever These heard not, this dude, Jordan Peterson? I, I was just about to. I really like him. I was him. just about to bring yeah, it yeah. into postmodernism I because. I really like him a lot. I don't great. agree with everything he says. I he makes really me really like, like him. a lot. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's a guy you need out there saying what he's saying because it's like, yeah, that's it's powerful shit because it can be dangerous. Yeah, complacency and like this Dude, is the way it is is what we do. That's 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 um Jordan Peterson's dude. pretty much that's his like that's his like miles or I don't know what I the, just love his stance on uh on just anti PC and like mm-hmm. uh when when like uh college kids come up to him with with their videos and like I just. Mm-hmm. He does such a great job. Yeah. He's so articulate, like, and yeah, they're like, "Oh, dude. you fucked up. You went to the wrong guy." There's like that this protest has... at like a speech he was doing in a college campus in California. And like, I think. Yeah, people are just like interrupted the whole thing, and yeah. he just like sat there the whole time. He's oh, like, he's great. Yeah, I, like I really like him. It's like you know, it's not going to get any better. I'm sorry, guys. Like I know you came yeah. out for a speech, but mm-hmm. like the best thing to do with these situations is let them make a fool of themselves and uh and then well I'll tell I'll talk to you outside. I'll be outside for a yeah. little bit. Just find me. It'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Actually a lot of the things that I've been mentioning have been were kind of inspired um my train of thought by him. I watch him a lot. He's very Jordan Peterson's he dope. Like Kermit the Frog, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he yeah, does. yeah. <laughs> but the but thing he's a brilliant guy, man. He yeah, I just like I just really like his uh you know, talking about college is it's not a safe space. This mm-hmm. is not a place. This is for dangerous ideas. This is for you know, like, man. Yeah. He sums up. That's he great. sums up what our what our society is moving towards quite well. And what he the term that he uses a lot. He sees it because he's a Canadian. He yes. sees it. You know, he kind of sees it and, as an and Canada. And, yeah, but the well, thing he is, sees it as like a virus that's like coming yeah. up. Canada's Canada. Canada's yes. further down the rabbit hole than we are. 
Canada is absolutely it more seems of a, that way. They are. They have moved. They've th- passed laws, dude. Yeah. They've passed legitimate yes. laws saying that you can. It is illegal to not call somebody. Yes. Like not the whole country, but like there have are provinces within Canada. They're like as far as like the progressive scale. They're further down that line than yes. we are. And so, if anything, he's kind of talking to Americans, being like, "No, like what you guys think are just like simple conversations in Canada. We've actually legislated this shit, and it's really happening. Like government is actually really doing this, yeah. and." And and for Americans, it's crazy to think because we just hear about all these. We just have these conversations about like we just think the right is the most dangerous, and we don't think that the left has dangerous well, what, ideas, and yeah. and this can lead to yeah. It's like although well intentioned, just like some crazy right wing. Yeah, everybody wants to slam. You know, Daily Show want to slam some crazy right wing. Just as crazy as that is, there's somebody on the other end of the pendulum who wants to. And that is, we need to treat, those are dangerous ideas. You need yes. to be, we need to bring you towards the center. Which is why partisanship is such a dangerous thing. Because once you, once you pigeonhole yourself to either being right wing or left wing, what people don't realize is if you go too far down the rabbit hole, either way, it's well, bad no. fucking yes. news. If there's only two news. options, yes. then there's going to be a line in the middle and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like people don't cross their line. People, it's especially a, today. Yeah. People like, it's kind of crazy. Like, um, especially with this, like, this is the first election in my life. Uh, even like with Obama, like it's been never in my life were people so vocal about who they voted for. Most people don't even talk about the election. But now, like it's become such a thing with social media, where like private thoughts just are exposed nonstop anyway. Yeah. So now there's like no barrier between, kind of just like I don't know. Are, are you supposed to be exposed completely now? Or like, I, think, I don't get it. I think this is a weird phase for society. I actually got in this conversation with uh, the guy I played his wedding, and we were sitting, having a couple of beers, having like a little meeting before his wedding, and we were talking about And after we got done talking about all the specifics of the wedding, we kind of talked about politics a little bit. And the other guy um, who was doing, I played like the reception band, and the other guy that uh, was doing it was his, his dad's actually a congressman, John Sarbanes. But the kid was uh, Nico Sarbanes. He went to high school with me. And he oh, did like shit. the cocktail hour. And so we were all sitting in there. And so my teacher, Mr. D, who I had in seventh grade, we were talking about if the access to information or the overload of information was dangerous. And they were basically saying that, you know, it's dangerous because there's so much shit out there that now, um, you know, people don't know what to trust. But... And then in re- in response to that, I said, well, the other side of that, the flip side of that coin is, is that the information is limited and you don't know if you can trust who's limiting it, if that makes sense. So, so in the old days, before there was internet and social media and this kind of free market of ideas, people, the talking points were the things that were on their television, were the things coming across their radio. And if you had control of the television, you had control of the radio, then you had control of the public dialogue. But now no one has control of the public dialogue. And, and, and to me, that's a very good thing because, yes, people as a whole, the majority of people are not objective, critically thinking people. And so it is. it can be dangerous for specific individuals to have this nonstop influx of just bombardment of information that you know only 10% of which is true because they're never going to find the truth by going through that. But someone like... I, I think I would give anybody in this room the trust to think that we can look at something and we care enough about it to actually observe it and we're not so caught up in 
my side versus your side, that if I see something, my first, my first inclination is to go make sure that's true. And, and, and the fact that I have the freedom to do that, the fact that I have this unlimited wealth of information to research is, is a beautiful thing. And so I think, I think it's weird because we're just now getting used to it. This is the first time it's ever happened in history. In history. 10,000 years of human civilization this is the first time we've had this amount of access. It's been a gradual progression, but it really fucking hit with the internet. I mean, it's, you know, it's been gradual yeah, it's from like the printing scramble. press to the fucking radio to the TV, and then all of a sudden, boom. You it's got a, something in your pocket. Scramble, you can see yeah. anything you want. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like what... what and, and integrating all this into your life. So, okay, so now you know the, uh, the movements of ISIS through the mountains of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. How are you integrating that into your life? You know, it's it, now we know all this information. We, it's like, how do we potentially not? How do we sort all this out? But the thing yeah. is, most people, I don't imagine at the end of the day, like people have their political opinions and stuff like that, and they, you know, they post on Facebook, can't believe this shit, dude. But it's like, at the end of the day, people are just really just living their lives, they're really just doing their thing. And there's, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I can't say that for sure. I don't know every fucking person, but from what I've gathered, I think everybody's main concern is is their own life. Oh, you yeah. know. Oh, they just want to get home. They just want to get home, and they want to curl and so, up, yeah, watch like, Netflix. You yeah. know, there might for every for every person who knows where the fuck ISIS is, for every thousand people that know, there might be like fucking. 20 that want to go out and fucking find him but for the majority of people are like oh oh that's where isis is dope i'm i gotta go to work yeah like i got my i got work tomorrow i can't fucking fly out to afghanistan and go take out like yeah you know most that's most people that's me at i'm least. trying to <laughs> work out a bit about how like uh people's lives are not really their own they think that they have their lives and their opinions but they really don't they they sleep 50 hours a week if you sleep yeah. eight hours a night mm-hmm. you work 40 hours a week if you work that's 90 hours. You commute half hour to work each day. That's seven hours a week. That's 97 hours. 97 hours out of 168. That's almost 60% of your life that you don't have. So yeah. the other 40%, you're going to now make up your mind about what you think about the world. I don't think you have enough time to Even, think yeah, deeply enough anything. about Yeah. Dude, I... I um, so it's kind of... It seems like... An, and, then, and then you throw the internet on top of this generation and we're all kind of just so bombarded. It's like... I don't think, I don't think people who are saying what they think believe that. Not they don't. Okay, I think it's become scary now because people are saying things that they don't believe, and that that's what scares the but shit. But that's out of me. Oh, but the thing is, that's always been the way it was. Sure, people. I mean, sure. But there's an urgency to it now that everyone gets a keyboard and everyone's you know there's an urgency to it. Notification, your phone goes off. You get to check it and. I think yeah. we're going to this is all going to make sense 500 years from now, you know, when they when they but we're just stuck in the middle of it, you know, but they're going to look back and go, "Man, they dropped the biggest piece of technology on these human beings and we all we can do is take selfies and fucking send texts and like LOL, what are you doing?" Yeah. And it's like it's we don't even think about how amazing that technology is. Right. We just think about, "Oh, Look at me, like, oh, look at this, look at, I have yeah. this. Check out me on, that I m- took with this fucking supercomputer in my pocket, but don't, you know, check out me, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to use it. I mean, I look at my iPhone, I just stare at it, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm using this the right way, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I don't know <laughs> what this is for. 
Like it's it's so much more powerful than I need it to be. Yeah. And I don't know what like just like it's just too much power. You're like, do I I think promote myself <laughs> in Japan right now? Like why not? I think every person kind of goes through that where it's like and I think it happens when you're in like your youth and before you get involved in your real life. Like for instance, like my parents get by on a daily basis. Like, okay, I'll use my grandparents and I'll go to my parents. My grandparents still have a landline phone. Yeah. Right. That's fine, but that's fine with right. them. That's because the they, new technology. That was them. the new that was like new technology yeah. the last time they gave a fuck about new technology. Like maybe the last time they gave a fuck, they got a computer. <laughs> yeah. And that like my grandmother didn't have a fucking iPhone seven. She doesn't give a shit about that's for young people. And then the young people are gonna get their iPhone seven, iPhone eight, iPhone, you know, maybe they'll get up to thirteen before they turn twenty six and they'll be like, All right, dude, I'm fucking good with the iPhone thirteen for the rest of my fucking life. Like when I'm forty I, I mean, I've already reached that point. I've reached that point. I, like, I have a fucking and droid. You'll be, you'll be there too. You'll be the, You'll be like. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll be eventually like, be like, oh no, I'm using the new technology. I feel like Fuck I'm already that. there. There's yeah. almost there's already yeah. so much shit out there that yeah. like I'm amazed by technology. Dude, it's just, it's but I don't have any overwhelming interest I mean, to fucking go out and get it. Yeah, I don't. There are a lot of people that do, but I think everybody reaches a point where they're like, dude, I am totally good with my smartphone that can Google and yeah. Snapchat and I don't need something that can do, you know, who even, that's yeah, a beautiful thing about Somebody out there dude, tonight wait. is making Netflix better. No, it's fucking and insane like, to me. The newest, hottest fucking toy is a fidget spinner. Yeah. Nothing electronic, nothing like anything. It's like what the new that? school fucking like ball in a cup. It's <laughs> those little fucking, like it, the turn try point thing with a ball bearing thing in the middle yeah. like a skateboard bearing and you literally just spin it because it's real it. it's real yeah, it's, it's real. real it's actually real it's not it's a an physical app. Thing. it's not an app on your phone where you spin it it's a Tangible. real fucking thing yeah. and that's amazing to people now like yeah, it's insane kids go fucking insane it's wild dude they sell them at every 7-eleven now they sell them everywhere street corners dude it's insane <laughs> That's why I love this podcast because we just go into what I was going to say before we kind of went down a a track there, but in relation to Jordan Peterson. Yeah, let's talk more about him. One of the things I really like, (laughs) one of the things I really like um, that he talks about a lot is this idea of postmodernism. And uh, I looked into it. And my first experience with postmodernism was um, I went through this kind of like philosophy phase. I don't quite know. What postmodernism? I'll, I'll explain it. Okay. So I went through this philosophy uh, phase in my life uh, when I was like 19, 20. Um, and uh, I picked up this book by Jacques Derrida. He was a French philosopher. I was reading it. And I remember getting through like the first chapter and being like, none of the shit that this guy's saying is like, it's nothing, it's not. It's not good. Like I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with this. Like it doesn't make. Like it just seems like he's just saying a lot of like things that sound smart, but they aren't smart. Like he has this one quote. It's like, uh, everything we do is pretend. So if I do something, I'm only pretending to pretend or something like. It's just like stuff that like sounds like on deep, the surface yeah. deep, but it's just like you're just saying fucking nothings. You're nah, just dude, saying you're a fucking, fucking like slam open mic poet. Yeah, he's like then. a fuck. He was fuck like you. a <laughs> one of those classic smug fucking, you know, French philosopher guys. Fucking his pictures like him like this. Like he thinks he's the fucking smartest guy in the world. I remember seeing that and I was like, am I not smart because I don't get this? But a lot of people fucking loved him. A lot of people fucking loved him. 
And 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 um, when I was listening to Jordan Peterson, he brought up Jacques Derrida as one of the founders of the postmodernism movement. And I was like, interesting. And Jordan Peterson did not like Jacques Derrida either, which made me go like, fuck yeah, dude. I think I was on to something. <laughs> I think I was on to something. And he said, um, he said, postmodernism summed up is um, the idea that everything, that there is nothing in society that is has any grounding in fact. Everything is a con everything is a construct. Everything we think we know is merely just something that was just made up at some point. And and we have to and it has to be all stripped away in order for us to find some type of like whatever you want to call it, you know, promised land or whatever the fuck term that you want to use. But it was basically the idea that at, at, that society needed to be torn down completely because it was all wrong. And, and, and there's nothing there with any value or basis in anything. And so, um, and then immediately, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, Marxism. Marxism, like I said, said that they would support any movement, any movement that was behind uh, the complete annihilation of society as we know it. Because that was the only way that they could instate their new ideology. And so... Lo and behold, I'm, I'm looking into it more and I find out that Marxism was actually one of the main or actually the foundation of what postmodernism was based on. This this idea that everything's wrong and look around. Look around and what do you see? Gender, social construct, no such thing. No such thing as boy and a girl anymore. There's no biological basis. You learn to be a boy, you learn to be a guy. There's no anything like that. Everything we think. People will say race is a social construct. Even though I can blatantly look, well, and that's like that's the thing that like I think is funny because like we have such a progressive thing like with uh with gender and everything, but like the minute Rachel Dolezal came out, and then like she tell me about that. She, well, it was the woman that would like worked with the NAACP, okay, and she like was married to a black guy and said she was. Like full black her entire life and yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but it came out like her parents came out on in an interview they're both white and like you know they yeah. had family photos and all that stuff and she came out and said she was trans race and that she felt as if though she was black <coughs> and she literally got made into a laughing stock and now is like I think like on the verge of being homeless like just because she can't get a job she can't do like it's crazy but isn't that the complete isn't that the complete irony of the whole thing? Isn't that the complete irony of the whole thing? Is that the same people that would completely ostracize Rachel Dolezal for saying that she didn't necessarily have to be black to be black are the same people that saying, well, race is an entirely social construct or anything like that. There's no, there's no, when I can clearly, I can clearly look at an Asian person, a black person, a Middle East, or a white person and see that like, you know, I, this is us. Like, I'm not saying anything beyond that, but it's like you have to at some point acknowledge that there is a basis for these things. You can look at a boy, you can look at a girl, and, and the thing that I really think fucks up the whole movement is that, uh, for instance, when the, when the trans movement came out, one of the main things that they sought to prove was that transgenderism is a real biological thing. It's not just somebody that thinks that just like made it up that they're a guy. And they proved that. They proved that when they said that um, the brain chemistry, if you're a guy, so the, the way they did it was uh, 
I think we talked about this before with Henry too. Uh, um, the gray matter. Yeah, the, yeah, the gray matter. matter. So like they found different ratios. So, like a guy, a male brain has an extremely has has like ten times as much gray matter than a female brain, and a female brain has ten times as much or ten times as much white matter as a male brain, and those things differ, and, and they they have different functions. So the, the gray matter functions more with like I think it was like cognitive shit like that, and the white matter focused more on like I don't know what the word is, but you know what I'm talking about, like intuition, stuff like that, like more like in touch with like emotions and stuff like that, both equally important. What they did was they found that, that tra- men who were trans women actually had similar ratios of the white matter to gray matter that a woman had. So they actually proved a biological brain difference between a, a cisgendered male and a transgendered male, if that makes sense. So they found biological grounding. And then they go out and say that on the same exact argument, they'll say that it's completely... or, or it's well, There's all, no biological there's, difference between men and women. Yes, know? yes. On the, same exact, on the same exact coin. And to me, it's like, dude, you guys had it. You fucking had it. You proved that your shit is real. Whoever wants to go out there and say that there's no such thing as transgender is now wrong because you proved it scientifically. And now you're going back on it and saying, no, 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 but actually still it's completely social construct. Yeah, it depends on whose science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who's, it, who's funding this and But uh, at what point are you just totally. gonna say, okay, well, like it's like it's like there's no it's to me it's nonsensical. Yeah, I think I think a lot of this is well intentioned. It's 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 like it's really about acceptance and we want to be to me it sounds more like people just wanting to be like in a group or like i don't know yeah it's more about such it's so enormously complex you know um i guess i really haven't thought too much about i mean as i'm as i'm saying this (laughs) as i'm saying this i know that i'm probably wandering into a lot of rabbit holes that i sound stupid when i say it like if you just no, this stuff needs to be talked out. This 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And that so, was another thing. Going back to Jordan Peterson, yeah, one of the you just got to speak your truth. And yeah, man. He said he said it's not about being right or wrong. Somebody asked him why why do you think freedom of speech is so important? He said, well, the beauty of freedom of speech is when you're allowed to freely talk about things. When you t- you ever been talking to somebody, and it's like you having a conversation about a certain topic, and it just goes real deep. And then you start talking about shit, and, and for the first time, you realize that you've never actually thought it all the way through. And sometimes that leads you to realizing that you were wrong. Yeah, well, sometimes yeah. it leads you to a deeper understanding of why you were right. But at the end of the day, it always leads to a better understanding of what the reality is. Yeah. And so when you limit the conversation, what you're really doing is limiting the opportunity for people to actually come to a real understanding of what yeah, things totally. are. And, and in ways that makes a lot, that's, that's what religion, I, I said this before and I, I forgot what episode it was on, but um, I was saying religion was kind of the first philosophy. And people would, people, or I said religion was the first science, but what I meant was religion was the first philosophy because all philosophy is is a, is a seeking to understand. It's the seeking, it was a friend of wisdom. The Greek word philo is friend. Sophia is wisdom, friend of wisdom. So it's really just people trying to understand. And religion was like pop philosophy. Made it easy. You don't actually have to fucking know. We're just going to tell you how it is and then you can fucking say all this shit and then, you know, you can fucking do your cross and you you understand it, but you really don't. You really don't. But and at the same time, what they did was, uh, in, in you know, 
with Christianity and pretty much every religion, I imagine, they kind of talk down any opposition to it. So you can't you can't fucking talk about maybe Jesus wasn't real or you can't fucking say Allah's not this. You can't do that. Just take what we give you and shut the fuck up. Right. And and that's what we're trying to avoid. But but at the same time, now it's like we've gone down this thing where it's like and I always wondered, I always wondered when you read 1984, you ever read 1984, Georgia Well book? I have not, no. I, that's a book I should read. That you should. Dude, it's, I'm yeah, in like I'm the same boat the with like all of the shit Archie. Yeah. Like he keeps naming books. I'm like, oh, I've heard about these. but I've You never say you're fucking, not well read, but you've clearly yeah, read <laughs> You books. read so many fucking books, dude. I'm not well read and I've read maybe five books in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but this conversation is making sense, at least. Like is it, is it, is it, is it, Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I was just thinking, like, um, you know, the, these are enormously complex conversations to have, and, and and that's you should have honest conversation. And I was thinking, that there's a way you could bullshit your crowd. If we had a, a transgender here, we could sit there and pepper them with questions. What do you think about? Ultimately, it's just one person, and you're asking them to represent like a ton of the people. The whole group. Yeah. 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 So it's like it's just like. It's not like you're trying to gain traction with this subject, but it's it's more like yeah, you just have to be real, you know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I I agree with you. You know, I I I totally agree with you. It's it's. Uh, Dude, I totally, I totally. It's a get, strange thing. I totally. Ultimately, get the, I think yeah. people are looking for acceptance, and you know, it's like, yeah, not a, I, I, this approach that that seems to come from the left that everybody's a bigot. And everybody is out to that. That that's the wrong approach. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, wait a second, you know. I mean, the amount of the amount of uh, you know, like I'm just normal looking white dude in in, in the comedy world, and uh, I'm surrounded by you know a lot of people who are, you know from all fringes of society, right? Comedy and everything like that, and uh, I, I get treated just as rudely, you know, because people assume that I'm just some shithead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Than, than I ever treat somebody else, and yet you hear it nonstop from the left. All oh, the bullying, blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, you, you know you bully us too, right? You yeah. know that, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm going to let you slide with that. Mm-hmm. But you know you're doing the same shit as, you know, the counterculture ulti- ultimately becomes another culture. And, and if, you know, it's like, I mean, stop projecting. <laughs> you, the, the end goal of a society would be where everyone has an equal input. And I think there's kind of been this overcompensation where it's, yeah, like, it's, tough. Where it's like, okay, so like, you guys had your run at it for a while, so now just shut up. Which yeah. I get, because I get the whole, like, I get at the end of the day, I'm a straight white guy. And I'll never understand what it's like to be a woman. I'll never understand what it's like to be black. I'll never understand what it's like to be gay. Sure. I'll never understand any of those things. But at the same time, at the same time, black guy's never going to understand what it's going to be like to be white. A woman's never going to understand what it's like to be a man. Yeah. And it's important that we have that conversation. Yes. You can't just say, look, dude, you got it made. Shut the fuck up. Cause then what's gonna you know what's gonna happen? What, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? We say okay, so straight white people, you're not allowed to be in the conversation anymore, and now society is gonna be run by everyone else. Right. Yeah. But what my belief about human nature is is that when anyone is given a position of power, I don't I don't know who would disagree with me about this, but you know it's a known thing. Power corrupts. If whoever is getting fucked right now, if given the upper hand, I do truly believe would do the same amount of fucking. I really do believe that. I don't think that there's this kind of thing where, it, I, I, and it, it is annoying because like, it is annoying because like, again, people probably very vehemently disagree with this, but 
I don't think that it's necessary. People, people say like, okay, like it, it, the, everything was like racism and things like that and white people are like the one race of people. We had this guy named Floyd Gotts. He was a great guy. But he kind of is in that school of thought where it's like white people are the only white people are the ones who pervade racism. White people are the ones who who try to run shit and make things better for them. And if they stepped out of the way, like the rest of society, I'm like, no. If 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 you put a society where it was entirely run by any other race of people, I think it's only natural that they would start to kind of make things benefit them. And I think it just so happened that. This is the way it is. I don't think yeah, that it's. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that it's like. Right. You know. Yeah. I totally hear that argument. You know. Certainly living in a black city. You know. You hear that argument. Like it's. It's just white supremacy and it's white privilege. And I hear that. And, and I, there is I, that. I understand that. Of course and there, there is. is that. Yeah. But it, it does sound awfully simple, doesn't it? To be like, all you got to do is just. And it's like, that ain't how it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just not, not fucking how simple. it is. And the more you want to point at me and tell me I'm this white guy. You're that just doesn't fucking help, up dude. your own cause, yeah. you know. Um, mm-hmm. Some somebody said to me, "Well, yeah, that's uh, like my comedy is just like some blah blah blah, some white guy shit." It's like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm a white guy. Yeah, what do you, you want me to mean? do? Like, yeah. that's what. Yeah, first of all, I don't do, hate dude. myself. Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. So you know, the white guilt and all that. I don't yeah, know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. You know, so uh, I understand. Like, there's a whole lot of when. It's, when the only information about like I don't know like you see like those fucking teens like the rich kids on Instagram like the I don't know there's like a fucking website where it catalogs all the rich fucking white kids on Instagram and like if that's all you're seeing and you're like all right yeah that's fucking white privilege but also the majority of this country right now is white right yes there's like are all of their names on magazines or all like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like is there just like is there just a yeah, cash I mean, crop that only white people know about and we go every on vacation to the ocean <laughs> and we fucking take our right, bags right, of money right, out right. from the sand it's a, and, and we and, all like, like first of all yeah you don't know you're white until you live in a black city and then they call you white you don't you don't sit around and say it's like oh this is my white family you don't yeah. ca- you don't call yourself that and well, at the same time i'm not denying like okay yeah, there's privilege, and yeah, yeah, I get it that white people, you know, probably fucked up a whole lot of shit. At, at the same time, that ain't my burden. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's and kinda, it sounds yeah. it just sounds crazy when when you, you start having these insane conversations with people, uh, and you're just like, man, I wish it was as simple as white and black. It's just not. Yeah, and, and there again, that just comes down. I was talking to my boss one time, and we were talking about it, and he was, you know, my boss is like classic, like Republican, white guy. Um, saying that, like, you know, white privilege, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, I'll tell you this. I've never, I don't think I've ever gotten an opportunity because I was white, but I will say I also don't think I've ever not gotten an opportunity. You probably haven't and weren't aware of it. I mean, well, there is, especially around here, I mean, there there is a, a perceived advantage and even if it's just perceived, there, 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 there is something there. Well, yeah, that's and what I'm I saying. That's what I was saying. That. That's what I was saying. I'm saying that, like, I can't deny that. I'm saying that, like, that's something that, like, for instance, it maybe if you're a woman, or maybe if you're gay, or maybe if you're black, or Mexican, or any other minority, that there may have been situations in your life where you legitimately weren't provided that job or weren't given this because of that. And that's something that I've never had to deal with right. because, at the end of the day, I'm in the best fucking boat. I'm the best fucking boat. I'm a straight white guy. Right. You know, like, 
But but that also doesn't mean that shit's just handed to me as a result. But I do recognize the fact that I, like I said, but I've never different, not there's gotten different, something. There's different white guys. So there's yeah, you're a college educated, uh, good looking white dude. Now there's nah, there's there's out, there's baby. people yeah, you know what they out. never hear they never talk about white privilege when you go into like neighborhoods like Remington and Hamden where there's just bombed out fucking. No offense to people in Hamden and Virginia, uh, but you're fucking West Virginia trash. All right. Yeah. And first of all, they don't Dude, see white privilege. The they don't see no white privilege. That, that's not. So it's 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 more classism, and and the higher classes seem to be white. So it it's 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 a racism problem. It's a it's a class problem disguised as racism. Exactly, and uh, that's, because I, because there's plenty of white poor. But you ever seen white poor people in the city? They're fucking scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't see it coming because you just don't, it, it's it's out of the norm. But it's like yeah, because you just think they're an old grand. It person, looks like white privilege like, is really just class privilege. And Rick, Believe me, because yeah. my black friends, my white friends, my Asian friends, my Romanian friends, and my South American friend, you can you can just see it. It it it's it looks great on a news article to to write white and black and, and but it's just it ain't that fucking simple. And and the race thing is used as in my opinion, it's a way. It was purposefully used to divide people, and I don't oh, know yeah. who's purposely. But what oh, happens yeah. is, you take a poor white guy and you take a poor black guy, and the way you keep them from ever coming together and coming up with a common solution is by convincing them that they're not the same. Exactly, they're not the same, and that poor white guy has no idea what you're going through. Poor oh, black totally. guy, and that poor black guy could never be fighting for the same thing you are, poor white guy. But at the end of the day, you both fucking have shitty fucking living situations. You're both in the same fucking boat, right? But but you're you're made to think that you're not. Yeah, I mean to 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 deny race issues in this country is is ludicrous. Of course, a hundred percent. I would never sit here and say like I don't get I don't get a, I get yeah, it. Yeah, black people were not allowed to drink out of the same wa- you know water fountains as for sure, dude. I mean it was fucking crazy. I get it. But yeah. You, you can't and, deny and it. we're paying for that I mean America is paying for I mean it's like this is the this is what happens you know uh, but unfortunately it's not as simple as sitting there and and, and just tagging someone with skin color and it, it's and, also and, but yeah. I get it I do understand it yeah know? but it's what, what, it, what it does is I'm sorry so one of the things and I think one of the drawbacks of it is that Like we said before, the majority of people in the country are white. We live in a democracy. We live in a democracy, right? We're in, you know, there's certain stipulations to it, electoral college and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's kind of majority rule, you know, and it gets sectioned off into certain districts and then they have a representative. At the end of the day, it's majority rule. And so if you have the majority of country dominated by one demographic, you have to understand that that demographic has the most influence in the political policies. And everybody understands that. But if I was somebody who was black, if I was somebody who was in a minority group that wanted representation, that wanted my views to be represented on the government scale, what you'd have to recognize is that you can't do that unless you get the majority population on board with you. And the way you do that is not by telling the majority of population that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and they need to sit the fuck down and shut up. The way you do that is say, hey, let's talk about this. I want you to understand what I'm saying. Not, hey, white guy, 
don't even fucking I think there's plenty speak. of people doing that. There's plenty of people do that. I think we hear the loudmouths out there and we're kind of bombarded with it's going to be a slow movement, you know. Yeah, you're right. The very and that, that's that's kind of like a of course, the majority of people are people just like you and me that are like all right, let's I mean, all, the thing that sticks out to me is like is like living in Baltimore, you got you got an all you got a predominantly black city, you got you got riots with a predominantly black police force with a black chief of police, black mayor, with a black mayor, predominantly black city council, all democrats. Right. All democrats, the party of the people with a black president. Mhm. And so it gets frustrating because the illusion of progress is is frustrating too because it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> And to be honest, man, if I was a black dude, I, I would, you know, I'd be a Black Panther. I really, I mean, I would, I, I get it, man. Like, and the most, the very pro, super pro black guys, and we talk about this with Karagu too, that like a lot of like the super pro black guys were not fans of Obama. They aren't, they weren't fans of, uh, you know, the, the mayor or the, the way Baltimore City was yeah, run and stuff like that. Deeper, yeah, because it's Yeah, because it's going to have to run deeper than skin color. Because yeah, they exactly. understand that, that, the the politicians the black politicians are just as corrupt as the white politicians in most cases. Yeah. they just operate off a of different thing. Yeah, it just looks better on t- its illusion of change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's that. It's so you that, get some it, black guy yeah. in the office in office as president. It's the seat and seatbelt in your car that shit. goes. It's the illusion of safety. I'll be safe if I buckle up my seatbelt. Yeah. Meanwhile, you go ninety miles an hour down the beltway. It's like half a yeah. ton thing it's crash into good. a fucking cement wall. <laughs> I'm safe. Yeah, I, I mean these are on. these are like super delicate. Uh, conversations you know and, and ultimately i think we're talking about treating people better um mm-hmm. i think we're all the good the important thing about this is there's no doubt that we all are well-intentioned in the conversation you know what i'm saying yeah we and there's definitely to. things that like I, I don't like people might listen to this and be like what the fuck are they talking about at certain sections well, again you know, but, again like, bring it you know having one black dude on let's say we were having an asian conversation you have one asian guy we're going to include him yeah it's like that, that still like, doesn't make a, a balanced conversation. So we could we could spare everyone the bullshit by saying, we're, we're going to talk to a lesbian now. What do you think about yeah. gay people? You know, <laughs> they're not the representative and even that's, for the gay Even that's demeaning population. too. People, I, that's yes. the other thing. It's like, it's it like they're not a monolith, you know? Like, right. like yeah. a fucking black podcast brings on right. a white guy and he's like the fucking representative. Exactly. I, most white guys, I disagree with most white and guys. And that's, what, yeah. that's, what, that's, <laughs> what that's what the mass media does. They go, we're going to cut to one protester. We're going to cut... You're the comedian. We're gonna get. We're ask you about what what yeah, comedy yeah. means to you. It's like <laughs> you're not representative. These are very enormously <laughs> complex issues. Um, uh, <laughs> it is. I mean, the yeah, the the big thing in life is just don't be a fucking dick. You know, it's like. Do you yeah, everything coming through for you guys? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. I hear shit. Okay, cool, 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 cool. My fucking headphones cut out for a second. Damn, that's bad luck. <laughs> It's ten years of bad luck, dude. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, these are—I mean, these are enormously complex issues, and and uh, yeah, they, they they come about by talking about by by being honest, and not not by saying you know, uh, taking some soapbox and being like, oh, I think all transgendered are, are beautiful, and everyone's uh-huh. beautiful. That's not real, yeah, man. Some transgender people suck i'm yeah, sure yeah Some exactly right exactly it's like you know it was a guy that i was not getting along with that, that's gay and i was like bashing this dude and and somebody was like oh, it's because he's gay i'm like no it's because he sucks you know? <laughs> it's like i have gay friends it's, it has nothing to do with he's gay you know he sucks he's a dickhead 
to me that I shouldn't have uh, yeah. to be worried about like oh that's not that's not homophobic no this guy's an asshole Fuck <laughs> <him>. <laughs> it's fine that it just happens that he's gay he's still a dick you know what I was gonna what I was gonna uh, say when I was talking about 1984 was like I was reading the book and the whole book is about this like like utopia or dystopian society it was written in the 40s and it was this guy's prediction of what 1984 was gonna be like oh, is that Orson Welles uh, George Orwell George Orwell very close very close. I, Orson Welles, I'm... That's a... Uh, it's a director, right? Yeah, the end of the world, the aliens. I think so. The radio play, yeah. War, War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's Orson yeah. Welles. Okay, okay. And I was reading this, and actually, I'm surprised you didn't read because I think that was like a school curriculum book you had to Dude, read. I didn't read books in school either. Like, <laughs> I'd like, you know, I'd, I'd really look it up either, online. I'd fucking ask my friend what was... Dude, I remember like at lunch right before the English class where we had to write like a paper on our summer reading books just like asking people at the lunch table like what their book was about uh, and just like trying to pick the one I wanted to do <laughs> like you know dude, that was school for me like I don't know what school was for anyone else yeah. but like it was like it was just easy. It I was, was pretty easy much the same breezy. Way. There were certain easy. books where I read that I was like, like, I, like 1984 was an elective, I'm pretty sure. Like, they gave you summer reading and, like, you had to read, like, one of them. But, like, another one was Animal Farm, which is also George Orwell. They're both kind of about the same um, ideology, about this dystopian society. Um, but the, the thing that confused me when I was a kid, it was a great book. And it's the only reason I fucking read it. Because, again, I would have done the same shit you did. But I opened yeah. up the first chapter and I was like, this is this is good and I fucking read it and there's only probably like two or three books that I did that all through my 12 years in school you know and that was one of them but one of the things is basically about this guy who lives in this society and in this society he lived in the country of Oceania which was the representation of the Americas north south all of it all one country and there were two other countries there was Africa and there was Asia they weren't called those they were like but those were like the representation so the whole world was these three nations and the three nations were constantly at war with each other constantly and manufactured so because they talk about all the different ways basically how society was run like basically they kept people constantly at war they gave them a constant enemy and then and then they monitored people's thoughts they had like and this is a guy writing this in the 40s you know so his i you know this is before even tvs hit it big but he was talking about these like these things that would be in your house that like filmed you and like they had what was called thought police and all these different things and he talked about the degradation of language how they kind of like which is another very interesting thing because they said the way that they controlled thought was by manipulating the language. You know, they, they, they kind of took away all these extra parts of language and control what you could say. They control what you could think. They had thought police. They had all these other things and they had what was called the party. But the party was the entire country. There was no, there was no opposition party. There was no opposition party. What he was really writing about was kind of this like, it was, it was pretty much like a, a really hyperbolic Marxist society that he was living in. And I always wonder thinking like, you know, the only thing that I don't understand that's realistic about this book is how could you live in a society where people think it's normal to just be told that they're not allowed, that, that their thoughts are monitored and that they can't say certain things and they can't think certain things and they have to do this, they, you know, for at risk of, of being detained, all these different things. And it was such a foreign idea to me to think like, oh, maybe, how could that be? But the more and more I'm witnessing as I'm getting older, and it's, not, it's never that cut and dry. And I think that's the mistake people make is that they, they hear about these like crazy fascist dictatorships like the rise of Hitler or something like that. And it just seems so foreign to think that any 
anybody could ever get behind a certain movement like that. Like, how could you get behind the movement? How could you get behind that movement? But it really is, first of all, it doesn't require the majority of people. It requires a, it requires a, 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 a minority with conviction. At the height of Nazism, only 10% of Germany was enrolled in the Nazi party. That was at the height of the war. Only 10% of the country supported it. Didn't matter. They had control. It has nothing to do with the peaceful majority well, of people. Earlier on, I'm sure it was a, a greater... No, the height. The height of right. its popularity. Of course. Of course. Nazism never, I think, Nazism never transcended past 10% of the population. And that's all they needed. That's all they needed to control everything. Because 90% of the people sure. were just sitting in the fucking background. Well, the thing I like about Jordan Peterson is he talks about, he, he explains to his students that that could be you. And, and it's complacency. Okay, so let's take let's take our iPhones. Mm-hmm. This is co- we're contributing to uh, slavery mm-hmm. in China. Yo, absolutely. But because yeah. we're just desensitized to it, it's like ah, eh, that's just what we do. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yeah, there are like mines this, in Africa is, of kids like chipping yeah. away at metal, and that's before it to goes to China. The yeah, the the for, the, uh, yeah. the the um. The things it takes to make a lithium battery, you know, um, it's like tantalum, tink, uh, tungsten, tin, mm-hmm. and gold. Mm-hmm. There's a couple others. Um, yeah, they're they're they're, they're conflict minerals that, that then go refine, become refined at, in China. So yeah, we have blood on our hands, and and yeah, you can see how quickly we we point our fingers like how oh, these monsters, blah blah blah. But look, in our society, just says get an iPhone. Yeah, well, it we seems just so see harmless. that. It just seems normal. Just seems you normal. know it's not that it's not that people like in this in this dude hype- you can wipe a fucking twenty on your ass and give it to a fucking random person they're gonna see it as a twenty you know mm-hmm. what I mean like that's all they're gonna see mm-hmm. yeah in the hypothetical society it wasn't these people that were sitting there you know that I came to realize later it wasn't people that were sitting there knowing that they were controlled yeah or knowing that it was just it seemed it was like a moral thing where it was like. Well, of course we of course we can't think that. Yeah. Of course we can't say that. How could you ever think that we could think that? And that's how it happens and you can see that shit happening now and it's it's honestly unbelievable. Yeah, humans are easy. They're just easy to manipulate. You can just you and it's can just always, get right in there. Always been that way. Yes. It's always been that way. It's nothing new. And that's why sure. that's why you no can one, see it yeah. with Trump because because I've seen so many people and this is the thing I can't, I can't help but notice, you know, people whose lives are a disaster mm-hmm. and all they can talk about is Trump. Like yeah. Trump, is, yeah. Trump is the <laughs> oh problem in your life. And it's yeah. like, motherfucker, you don't even talk to your kids and you're, you're a <laughs> fucking mess. <laughs> and, and, and all you can point at is the president is the fucking problem. And once yeah. Pro- yeah, what? And then when to when Jesus comes in there and he, and he takes care of everything, what are you going to do about your fucking People shit? People are always dude? looking to externalize oh, their issues. They absolutely. they always so you want the Trump someone to blame. Thing is gone, you know. People are going to just they're going to find something new to you know. And you mentioned before you were talking about these kids, um, these kids or these people in other countries who their countries don't have labor restrictions or environmental restrictions um, like America does. They don't. And I remember getting in this, uh, you know, I've been in plenty of fucking Facebook debates, but one of them in particular really struck me. Um, it, we were talking about what was called comparative advantage. Comparative advantage. It's an economic term. It means utilizing what people have to offer you. So if one country can produce this cheaper, then you buy it from them because it's economically feasible. So like, you know, you go to 
you go to fucking like, I don't China know. for steel. You That's to, why yeah, our yeah. whole steel industry. You go growing. to fucking down in South American countries are better at producing sugar because they can grow better tobacco and things like that. And they were saying that basically, and, and I think the one thing, and, and of course, of course, obviously, obviously, but I think what a lot of people don't um, take into account is that a lot of the comparative advantage that these other countries have, like China, like India, like Mexico, is they are able to produce things for so cheap because they don't have the restrictions that we have. They don't have a fucking $8 an hour minimum wage like we have. They don't have fucking environmental laws that say they can't they, that they have to fucking do something with the waste or that they have to limit their emissions or that they can't just fucking dump it into the fucking stream and con- they don't do it. And therefore China's able to make shit way less expensive than we are. And so we're over here following our minimum wage laws, following our environmental restrictions, doing all these things, all these extra corporate taxes, all these extra things, and we're not able to even compete with India's iPhone. We couldn't possibly produce the iPhone here. And people were saying, well, uh, people are advocating for it. And, and, and the, what I always go back Can't to is- Can't even make the automobile if here. The, if the idea, if the solution seems too simple, you're missing something. There are people on Facebook that, for instance, today, very relevant topic, Trump withdrew from the Paris uh, Climate Ac- Agreement. He withdrew from it. And, everybody, and regardless of what your opinion is on that, everybody has their own opinion. Regardless of what you think, People are on there going, he just doesn't give a fuck about the environment. Blah, 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 blah. It's not that fucking simple. It's, not that, it's simple. not that fucking simple. Do you really think that all the world's issues come down to just fucking caring? Nixon, if ever- crea- Nixon created the Environmental Protection Agency. You think Nixon was all about the environment? Yeah. <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> right. They weren't. And so, and so basically, and it was a great point. I listened to the whole speech on fucking WBAL 1090, dude. Trump gave his full explanation of why he drew out. Because honestly, it was very hard to find objective like facts about the agreement. I like looked pretty hard and I couldn't find fucking any facts about what it was. But basically what we're really talking about here is people don't understand that this is a global situation. People don't understand that this is not just America. If you raise America's minimum wage, that's not the world minimum wage. That's not the world minimum wage. You can pay people $15 an hour in America and if I'm a corporation, I'm going to say, well, what? And people go, well, if you were just paying people more money here, everybody would be making more money, right? No. If I'm Walmart, and I got to pay people $15 an hour to stock my stores, I'm either going to A, completely automate everything, or I'm going to B, move all my shit to another country where I don't have to pay $15 an hour, and all those people that would have gotten paid $15 an hour are now making $0 an hour. Completely. With the environment thing, it's not as simple as, do you just want to curtail emissions? Of course we want to curtail emissions, but here's what's going to happen. You make this law that says, America, America is not allowed to do this, that, bum, 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 bum. What about China? China's allowed to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they have way more population. And there, and what about India? India is allowed to just keep doing the same fucking shit. They got like fucking ten years, fifteen years down the road before they have to start fucking doing anything different. You know, all these other countries are 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 able to c- completely carry on. India has a p- bigger population than the United States. Oh, uh, dude, China like, has a bigger population the than most, the United the States. The sacredest river, like the Nile in India, is like fucking. You step into it, and you'd be lucky not to just dude, get sick on the spot. They don't give a fuck over there, and that's what people don't understand. It's like, no, this is a world thing. It's a world thing. You're not just, when we say we're going to eliminate these these fossil fuel jobs and stuff like that in America, that doesn't mean that they're being eliminated completely. All it means is we're putting them somewhere else. Yeah. So, and, and regardless, if you think that should still be done, great. You know, everybody has their own opinion. But what you don't understand, we're all in the same earth, right? So if we just take all the coal jobs that would have been here, and now they're all being performed by India and China, 
Is that not still contributing to global still warming? the same atmosphere. It's the yeah. same. We didn't fucking cut anything, really. Right, yeah. Ex- the short-sightedness, short-sightedness is frustrating, Because people it? are always thinking, and, and, and people are always thinking in terms of, how does this benefit me? But they don't realize how, that they're thinking that way. When you're talking about why we shouldn't impose this, that, or the other tax on products that come in from Mexico, or products that come in from India, or products that come in from China, because, well, we could never do it here, and they can produce it cheaper. You're perfectly, you want to fucking sit on Facebook and talk about how everyone in America should be making this amount of money per hour, and it's inhumane that they don't have health coverage, and this, that, the other thing, but you're perfectly fucking fine if some kid in India is fucking working 12-hour days for nine cents on the fucking hour with no health insurance, fucking dying by the time he's 26, but you want to get your fucking iPhone cheaper, and that's comparative advantage. Yeah, totally. You're the one that doesn't give a fuck. Absolutely. It's not that fucking simple. And everybody, that dude, if we were just allowed to fucking talk about it, if we were just allowed to fucking have this conversation, we could get down to that. But no, well, we are fucking because Nazi. you started this podcast, and now we can have these goddamn conversations. Yeah, all we need is fucking listeners. No, no, no you're <laughs> right. You're come. right. You're right. And the and the majority of these people posting on Facebook and the social media, yeah, it's the short sightedness that's frustrating because you're like. You don't have the whole picture. You know, it's like, it's nice. It, those are nice words, and it, it sounds like that makes sense. It's surface value yeah, on the surface, and that's the, they just assume the moral high ground. Totally. Well, as soon as you assume that you're a better person than me, I guess this I loved, conversation uh, can happen. One of these best examples of that is, like, I loved uh, Kraft Mac and Cheese, like, recently removed Yellow 5 from their, from their ingredients because moms around the country... Uh, protested yellow five is giving my kid thyroid cancer you know whatever the fucking thing was yeah Yeah, there's your victory right you're still gonna feed your fat fucking kid (laughs) mac and cheese and now there's no yellow five yeah victory parade for you (laughs) it's It's like the illusion of victory it's like oh okay yeah you you got yellow e the fifth number in the alphabet (laughs) you're still feeding your kids shit you still lose motherfucker you know it's like you still lose it all comes down for that natural human nature is to just take whatever issues that are in your life and say the low hanging fruit this isn't my fault yeah. this isn't my fault I don't have to do anything about this yeah. they need to do something Somebody about it else did I'm this. this because of that and yeah. and, I, the, and that's and that it kind of goes back to the original conversation we had about marriage and stuff like that as people fall in this pressure of like I just got to do this because I, they don't have enough confidence in their own fucking way they don't have enough confidence in their own fucking way to think like well maybe I don't need to get married when I'm 25 yeah, it's maybe tough. I don't need to fucking have kids when I'm this age. Maybe I don't have to go to college. Maybe I don't have to do this. But they, they, it's more comfortable to just do what's being done because at that point, it's, I don't know, dude. It's it, but it's that's why religion took off. That's why everything because it oh, yeah. allows you the opportunity to just give yourself to something. Yeah, just, stop I'm all that stressful yeah, stop think thinking, any of this dude. shit. Yeah. Just, I don't want to have to think. I don't want to have to be sad. I don't want to ever have to sit in my fucking, you know, home and ever think that any of my problems are my fault because that would just be too much to fucking bear. Think about the cereal industry. They made made a whole industry. People never ate cereal, and all of a sudden, they, they invented cereal, and it's like... You no longer have to think about breakfast. <laughs> it's just a box. Yeah. And now, you know, it, it just eliminated like thought in the morning. But at the same the, time, you it's, know, it's a beautiful dichotomy because I don't sometimes I just want to eat cereal for breakfast. No doubt. And certain people use it. Like for instance, people there are people that go so far with the whole degradation of society, they say money's a problem, like complete anarchists and stuff That's like that. That's tough to see because <sighs> How do we know? It's just tough to say when people say society is crumbling. Like, man, this is like you're talking about the dawn of agriculture is when this started. 
Yeah. I don't know if... The, the, first of all, this is not unnatural. Yeah, it's this not. This is very natural. And I don't know... Even if you know the direction this is heading, how do you know the right direction? How, there's 8 billion of us. Dude, I just had a fucking thought. Don't have one of those. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Police are going to come in here. What is money? Oh, man, money's fascinating, man. Money is an agreed upon... Value. It runs everything, and it's not real, man. It's like... Just but number, dude. it's based on something real. It's based on something natural. The money, what the original the people who originally came up with fucking money? They did this study with chimps. They they did studies with with. It's an cash understood representation. Currency. So and so, like for instance, if I goods and services, if I am a professional musician, I play weddings, I play weddings, and you own a sub shop, right? You fucking make pizzas, you make subs, you fucking that's what you do, and I'm fucking hungry. But unfortunately, you don't have a wedding coming up anytime soon. You're not getting married. You don't need me to fucking play your wedding. What can I do for you? Well, I can't do anything for you unless I can go play the wedding of someone who needs that to be done, take a physical representation of value, and then say, hey, this is $500 worth of value I did for somebody else, and I will give this to you for what is worth $500 for me, and then you can take that $500 and go, what if somebody's not hungry, but you still want your car fixed? Hey, man, I need my brakes rotated. Yeah, dude, I just ate. Sorry. Well, here's $500. How about that? But, but the concept is that people need shit. People need shit. So back in the old days, you know, where, where our entire lives are based on fucking, okay, I just got to grow my food and I got to do this and I got to go out hunting and I got to make sure my wife and kids eat and blah, 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 blah. And I really don't have time to sit back and fucking write any songs. I don't really don't have time to fucking do a podcast right now. That's not just on my fucking daily agenda. You know, I'm watching these fucking birds outside, these fucking moles in the fucking garden and shit and they're all just fucking running around with their daily day that cat the other day yeah fucking sitting in the thing his whole day his whole day is i gotta get some fucking food that old person doing like gymnastics <laughs> dude that's so fucking creepy their whole fucking day is based around they just need to do what's good to keep themselves alive but what money allows us to do is money allows us to do what is good for us and what's good for other people so that we can get that get the value from them that we give to them and then use that value to give to someone else so a social construct money completely made up thing not natural but completely based in biology completely real just because you can prove that the fucking thing that we're doing isn't real doesn't mean it's not based on something real just because you can prove that female and male gender roles are something that we came up with does not mean that you can also sit here and say, well, because I figured out that, that means that everything you think is bullshit. No, it's still based on something. So you're talking about just fucking taking away everything. You're just talking about like, well, actually, money's the reason why people even need shit from things. Well, maybe you could make the argument that capitalism makes people bit bigger consumers, sure. But at the same time, you know, there's a good side of that, dude. There is a good side of that. I yeah, like you don't have to farm. Yeah. Dude, I don't have time there's to a fucking farm. There's a heavier concept than money, and this was covered in Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Time is also probably not real. Oh, I mean, humans are human beings yeah. are dealing with some serious, yeah, weird shit that we we think we 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 you know, we say things like feet and inches. That's not that's not real. Up and down is not real. Left and right is not real. When we start really getting into it, man, it becomes like. 
Time is time Oof. is motion. Time is it's it's a, it is an illusion. Time is seems to be distance, but that's only what science says so but far. But distance it, it, distance is half of but motion. But distance is only going to be relevant if based on a universe we don't understand. So distance might not fucking be real either. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, distance. It gets okay, super crazy. To go into physics, distance. What like, do you know the theory that everything is happening right now that there is, you know, there is no if an object back then. If an object, so basically the way you perceive time, you understand the concept of like time dilation and space dilation and like are you familiar with this stuff like 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 no, okay. Okay, 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 okay. So, so I'm going to need another beer for this fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Crack open a cold one. So Time is people often refer to as the fourth dimension, right? That's like that you've heard that people refer to it that way, right? Yes. So we live in a three D spatial dimension, and we experience time in this kind of like conceptual way. It's just like seconds pass, and it just happens. Like from one moment to the next, things yeah. are happening. Yeah. The, the theory of relativity, like Einstein's theory of relativity, is entirely based around this concept that. Well, the thing that blew the hole in the whole theory of conventional physics was when they found out that the speed of light is constant for any observer. So when you think about a typical typical situation, if I'm running down the street at 15 meters per second and you're running next to me at 10 meters per second, relative to you, I'm running 5 meters per second, right? Does that make sense? So so if I'm if I'm going to if we're running down the track and from the observer who's moving 10 meters per second, the person who's going 15 is only actually going 5 meters per second relative to them. Right. For instance, we're all on planet Earth right now. We're all moving at fucking millions of miles an hour through space around the sun. Yeah, yeah. But right now, it's zero miles per hour. Why? Because we're all experiencing it at the same time. It's all relative to who the observer is. What they found out about light is, regardless of how fast you're going, the speed of light is always 300,000 meter, 300, meters per second. What are you fucking reading? <laughs> no, that's a real thing. That's a real fucking thing. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it's incorrect. I'm just saying, like, for you, you said you're not much of a reader. Clearly, you were <laughs> been hitting I didn't books. read this shit. I didn't say I'm not much of a researcher. You think I read that shit? Fucking watch YouTube about that. Clearly, he's been doing his research. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, we got to rewind, because that's super heavy shit. Can you repeat okay. what you said? Like, the speed of light. So the speed of what that chandelier is bringing down to it's all the same. Yes, it's all okay. So us. so so the speed of light, for instance, if in a hypothetical situation I was traveling through space in a rocket ship at one hundred and fifty thousand meters per second, I just said that light goes three hundred thousand meters per second, right? You would think that in that same analogy that I use of me running next to you and. You're only going five meters per second. You would think that, okay, well, if I'm traveling next to a beam of light that's going 300,000 meters per second and I'm going 150,000 meters per second, that that light compared to me is only just going half that speed, right? Okay. Because I'm traveling half as fast as that. But what they found out was that regardless of how fast you're going, if you measure the speed of light passing through you, it's always the same. It's always that fast, no matter how fast you're going. Mm -hmm. And the reason that's important is they found out that it's not, that how did how how did it manage to do that? How how could it possibly be going the same speed even though I'm going faster? What they found was time and space itself would actually. This is this is something where I'm trying to delving into something that I'm not obviously I haven't fucking figured it out. Like what the fuck am I? But like 
you get to a point where time and space itself, seconds become longer, space expands. So now one meter is two meters. Now one second is two seconds. All in the name of keeping you relative to that one constant. Does that make any sense? Yes, it actually does. It's called. But it's, that, that just creates more magic. It's just like whoa. Well, also, but it's it's magic, but at the same time, it starts to make sense. It starts to make sense. So, so they do Is like it because we're observing it, and that's what. It, time itself, Mr. Jockman's at Towson High School explained it quite well. If I'm standing in the ocean, he was a right? great physics teacher. Yeah, he was a great. I actually saw him at Mr. D's wedding. It was awesome. <laughs> um, if you're standing in the ocean. Let's say the waves are just hitting you at a constant pace, right? Mm. Every, you know, every five seconds, the wave, a wave crashes across you. Now, let's say you start running to shore. Well, now all of a sudden, the waves aren't hitting you every five seconds because you're running away from Now, they're, maybe they're only hitting you every eight seconds. So your motion affects how fast time hits you. So we're moving through this three-dimensional space. The faster you go, the slower time is for you. If you were to travel, if you were physically able to travel at the speed of light, time would not affect you. Right. Is that the Superman theory? If you were to go if revolve you, around the earth like a whole bunch of times, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't age? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I so, guess so, I guess it makes like sense. That. I guess that makes sense. I mean, or like, like the theory that like time travel would be traveling at the speed of light and then going to a certain time. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 very it's it's trippy only because what it suggests is, for instance, Something that, that's interesting to think about. The sun is so far away from the earth that it takes a beam of light, which is the fastest anything in the universe can travel. Speed, the speed of light is this universal constant, like nothing can surpass it. It's speed. It takes eight and a half minutes for, the, for a beam of light from the sun to reach earth. So if the sun were to blow up, if the sun were to blow up, it would take eight and a half minutes on planet earth before it would even affect us. It's the speed of not just Light, it's the speed of, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the speed of causality. Nothing can happen faster than the speed of light. If I am, if I am looking at a planet, if I am sitting here on planet Earth looking at a planet one light year away through a telescope, I'm seeing what that planet was one year ago. Right. You're looking into the past, yeah. So, but, but we're both existing at the same time but I'm seeing something from the past. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. And so nothing, because nothing can happen faster than the speed of light, it all comes down to who's experiencing what, at what time, and where they are in space. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, that's like almost like when like a rumor spreads, and it's like, uh-huh. or it's like, you say something to someone about someone else, and it's like, oh shit, I gotta get, I gotta tell that person before the other person rats me out, you know what I mean? Energy. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it suggests... It, you ever it, take an acid? No, but I've been talking heavily to that Eric sounds, about Because that sounds so much like acid talk, and I don't, I don't mean that in a, in a negative way. I mean, like, when you take LSD, it, that sort of thing really makes sense where you're like, well, you know, I describe acid as, okay, you ever stub, you, you, you stubbed your toe on a door, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you walk by the door, and you stub your toe, and there's a moment you hit the door with your toe, and you know it's going to hurt, Yeah. but you're waiting for it. Because mm-hmm. it takes that fucking long That's for your That's like neuro- the acid space where you're like, I'm waiting to send the message to that guy, and that guy is not me. 
Mm-hmm. That kind of reminds that kind of remind all that all that shit you were talking about. It kind of reminds me of like, well, what was okay? Well, okay, well then, well, uh, let's go even deeper. So we're just like light particles. We are mo- yes. So we're tra- yes. we're traveling energy. So it's we don't really exist. We're kind of like we're constant explosions and constant like we we. Okay, so the the guys that walked into this door earlier are not the same guys. We're mm-hmm. now new energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's constantly. Is that what you're saying? It's constant constantly flow. Like yeah, you're not yeah, even yeah. the same person. Like right. like it's like completely yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah but okay. kind of does that kind of time? No, it makes perfect sense. Saying? It does. It does. It does. Because we're light, right? I mean, we're basically light. Uh huh. No, no, so it, no we're we also traveling are. at that same that, speed. That's what the whole E equals MC squared is about. Yeah. E equals MC squared is energy equals mass times the speed of light squared, meaning yeah. that everything is we're just We're also energy. traveling. We're, we're going, it looks like we're sitting here, but we're like mm-hmm. fucking blasting through the universe. Yeah. Yes. No, definitely. I'm just like, this, this, like, <laughs> this goes so fucking. There was a. I might. I could probably explain this without using a piece of paper. <laughs> Great for a podcast. And I will try to do that because you're absolutely right. Yeah. I should explain this without using a piece of paper. Okay. So. Um, damn. You might need to grab a piece of paper though, Archie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, have one. I don't no, have one. I know. I got two. I got one for me. One for you. <laughs> so. Do you guys need to go to the marker board? You need a big, <laughs> need a dry erase board right here yeah, for when you guys go into these crazy conversations. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you need this? So, you want uh, me to write some notes for you? You got a pen? Yes. Okay. Actually, okay. okay. Yeah, just do it. And I'll, I will do my best to make sense of this without. So, because this, again, this is a fucking podcast. This should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pressure. This is going to go on the internet yeah. forever. Well, yeah. no, we'll tweet the image of what Archie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I about to write? An equation? You said to write the N word. But <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And then sign yes, it. And, and then we'll put it right under our video of you yeah. talking about white privilege. This sounds like a trick. Then, <laughs> the classic LFTS setup. Sound baby. like physics at all. It's the artwork for the fucking podcast. <laughs> God fucking damn it. It's this thing called flat... It's it's this imaginary world of... Um, it's a hypothetical You're situation. You're not going to talk about flat earth, are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about because what's called... Because the distance between it and Arca, like, oh the water God. does not curve. The water horizon, does not curve. <laughs> God damn it. I, I'm disappointed in myself because I usually really understand this well, this example. But... Well, this is some. This has got to be the heaviest shit you ever <laughs> experienced on your podcast. We, we just covered E equals MC squared and traveling light. Like, I don't know where you're gonna get with this, but I got a pen. I'm ready to go. You got to dig yourself out of this hole. We need an equation here. Okay. 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 Finish okay. this bit, Jimmy. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> so let's say we live in this world of what we call flatliners. So what do I draw for that? Just draw a face. A face looking sideways. It's a two-dimensional world. Maybe I should be the one drawing this, and I can show you. <laughs> I think I'm going to fuck this up if I draw it. All right. Okay. So let's say these people live in a two-dimensional I'll just hold it up to the end. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just hold yeah. it up at the end. Let's say we live in a two-dimensional I'll try world, to right? Maybe like yeah, Eric, fill in the blanks because I can see it. Yeah. Okay. So we live in this two-dimensional world 
where everybody only has up, down, and side to side. There's no depth. So a piece of paper is a perfect example, right? Yeah. We live on this plane. And Jimmy's drawing like the profile of a face right now. Yeah, I'm drawing the profile of a face, a guy looking sideways. See what I'm talking about? It's a guy looking sideways, right? Mm -hmm. Now, he looks at this guy, right? They're looking at each other in this two-dimensional plane. Two guys just catching eyes. Mm -hmm. Now, Now, because I exist in a third dimension, there's two guys, two profiles looking at each other, but they're in a completely two-dimensional world. They're completely flat. So when the guy looks at the other guy's face, I'm going to show this. When the guy looks at the other guy's face, what does he see? What does he see when he looks at the other guy? Just the profile. He doesn't see a profile. We can see a profile because we're looking down at the piece of paper. He He sees the whole face? He just sees... The line. The line, line. yeah. The line. That's all he sees. He sees a fucking line. He doesn't... He's not existing in a place where he can look down and see the entirety right? Because he exists in the second dimension. What the fourth dimension implies is that we live in to make X, this... X, Y, and a Z. We live in an X, Y, and a Z. And because we exist on that third dimensional plane, we don't have the ability just like that guy in a two-dimensional plane... X, Y, Z. Yes. Just like that guy in a two-dimensional plane who there is clearly an entire profile of a face, a full face, but he sees a line. What we see as the present is only a small segment of what's actually there, if that makes sense. Yes. Because we, we can't step into the, f- higher, the fourth dimension, what we know as time, to see that it's already there in its entirety. Yes, I understand. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, well, that's what that whole like Arrival movie was about, right? Did either of you see that? This is where Eric gets me. I got books. Eric's got movies. <laughs> so, if shit, so. so if shit's coming at us at that from the fourth dimension, how do we? We don't know anything. Yeah, well, that's what the whole Arrival movie was. So Arrival was uh, like these aliens came to Earth and they try to talk to people. They don't seem violent at all. You know, they they came down in a spaceship. They landed on Earth. And the government went out to go try to talk to him. And this, like, lead researcher really just wants to understand them. And, like, everyone else is just like, let's fucking nuke them. All the world governments are like, we're going to fucking nuke these bitches. Like, yeah, like, whatever. But this one researcher, like, keeps trying to understand them. And she's, like, cataloging all the different, like, weird things they do, the patterns that, like, they'll send out, like, these weird smoke circles. And, like, each of them would be different. And she learned that... It was their way of communicating. It was their language. Mm-hmm. But once she finally understood their language, she started kind of like seeing these like weird flashbacks. But also they would be like flash forwards into the future because their language was based outside the construct of time. Like their whole language ah. existed all at the same time. So once she understood it, then she saw like her daughter watching her die, but she thought it was like her daughter dying or something. I don't know. It was, some, it was something really weird. It was like a whole... That's like, called Arrival? Arrival, yeah. Guys, if anybody's listening to this, please do yourself a favor and look up on YouTube. Type in Flatliner, and I think that's very common, but type in like Flatliner, Dimension, something like that. It's very interesting. Um, what I was going to say is, let me see that piece of paper real quick, Eric. Yeah, dude, that's the front. <laughs> front. 
<laughs> so I guess what it suggests about time is, is that, you know, if I lived in this cube and I was traveling along the planes of a cube, this is a terrible... Re- it's almost probably better that you don't see this cube. I'll say nothing about this. this is a terrible a cube. cube. I think people now understand a cube less now that I've drawn one. <laughs> if I was traveling through this three-dimensional cube, let's say I'm this little dot. Let's say I'm this little dot, right? And I just travel in a straight line through the cube. And I, I'm a little dot. I live in a one-dimensional plane. I go in one little direction. Bingo. That's it. I can't see side to side. I can't even. I can only see be. I can only see behind me, and I can see forward. But this cube already exists. Now I'm traveling through this cube. And a cube, as we know, is just a series of squares, right? Just stacked back to back to back to back. Yeah, yeah in a third-dimensional plane, and so it's that many squares to the back, and then that makes it the cube, because it's a square, and then it goes back depth-wise, and that makes it a cube. So I'm traveling through this cube, just literally through it, and at each time I cross into a new square in that cube, because my concept, I have no idea that this cube is actually a cube in its entirety, because I live in this little fucking world where I'm like in a two-dimensional world or something like that, I just see each new space along that cube as a new two-dimensional plane as a new thing, as a new event. So I'm traveling through this cube, and instead of traveling through each square and going like that, oh, this is a, this is a cube. No, I just see it as a bunch of little tiny squares. The idea of it being a cube is so foreign to me. I guess what it's suggesting about time is that at every single moment we're experiencing at the speed of light, at the speed of light we are experiencing a little frame of our three-dimensional existence. Yeah, and is that like kind of what people talk about, like right before they die, or like right before, like a like you see your life flash before your eyes, like yeah, 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 and like the speed of light. That's kind of like a trippy thing. Like seems to be. Is that you like entering the fourth dimension? Is that like the fucking like that? I guess it would be. I guess it would be because you're you're leaving that. Yeah, when you shed these human perceptions and what we think is real, maybe maybe you're embracing the when like the final social construct, life is shed. (laughs) That is the ultimate social construct. That is the ultimate social construct. Hey, any Marxist or communist out there, (laughs) just life is you know. How about life is your social construct? (laughs) Talk about that. That's a great point. You fucking think about that, Jordan Peterson. See me, boy. See me. (laughs) Well, the thing is, it almost when when you get to that point, then what is is it? Brain is scrambled. Just to yeah, light, right. To lighten, <laughs> fucking like, to lighten it up. Feel a like bit. I need to like calm down. I need like a chaser Welcome of back acid. From just this normal ass yeah, conversation. Well, when you're traveling through the astral plane of the fucking. Gee, I thought I was here to plug my comedy shows, and <laughs> now we're traveling through cubes, and I'm a. Dem- I'm what? I'm a tra- I'm light. <laughs> to lighten it up. To lighten it up. I will say this. All this that suggests. Sick. All that. All that suggests. Is if we if we accept that representation of our universe, then we are accepting that because time is already there, much like that cube, and we experience that cube in a series of squares. Does that mean that all time has already happened, and it's just our motion through space that dictates our experience of it? Because that's what that would suggest. It di- it means that. Our consciousness is only an illusion. Our, our, our idea of control over what happens to us or over the world 
That's what consciousness is. It's us experiencing our journey through the fourth dimension, which kind of sucks because... Is there free will? Yes. I would like to think there is because what if my yeah, destiny is to suck? Yeah. That's you know? The, yeah. yeah. Some people would like hearing that. That's the idea of God. God has a plan. That's what I was saying. Religion yeah. is pop philosophy. This, what I just described to you, is God. That's what people are talking about. Right. That's what people are talking about. God has a plan. Right. Everything will work out. Everything happens for a reason. Everything is going, you're going to, this is your destiny. This is, what the fuck is but destiny? But they never say you're just a particle. Because that's the scientific representation of it. And people get so yeah. caught up in, well, this is science and this is religion and right. just not this, this, right. we're Democrats and you're Republicans. Yeah, you have and it all. No. All you're figuring out the same right. shit, dude. Right. But I, yeah, so I don't know. Well, I, I, that's kind of why I like life. I, I like having more unknowns than knowns. I like having that. It's uh, that sense of fear, you know, not fear, but it's it's just like it's a sense of fear, but at the same time, because you're scared. It's a beautiful unknown. When you look at the stars, you, you don't really want to know all that shit, right? You kind of no. look it up and you look at wonderment, right? You go, no, you that's don't. like old school TV, dude. Like that's just something to fucking numb your mind right before you go to yeah. bed. Like that's like nature's fucking calm down. Yeah. Like, you don't want to know because you're scared of what you might find out and you're scared oh. that you might find out something that you don't like. That's why I don't want to fucking do acid. Well, we're kind of... do acid. Oh, no, you would. No, <laughs> you would. No, don't. You would love it, dude. That's, uh, that's you're why. a smart cat, too. You would. That's you why would, I fucking sit there and I'm like... I'll tell you what, you'll put you'll piece together the rest of the back half of the <laughs> yeah, notebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This paper really fucking makes sense, dude. What the back of a cube looks like. But that's really all it comes down to. I find myself all the time sitting and just thinking like... Man, I, I do find myself all the time finding solace in the idea that maybe uh, it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But you see what I'm talking about? Fuck That's yeah. just. <laughs> I love that kind of shit, dude. I love that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, need to, I think I need to read like more. I need to read some books. Jimmy is just like becoming the smartest person on earth. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy <laughs> goes like, I don't really read. Like, I don't really read much. But I just uh, don't want it to be. Pass my me fault. that notebook. <laughs> okay, so we're traveling particulates. I'm like, oh my god, this motherfucker is so much smarter than I thought. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about Riley's Oyster House. You knew we night. weren't going to talk about Riley's Oyster House, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, dude, you knew we were right here. You knew we weren't talking about that <laughs> no, shit. I know. I know. And and we, and we did go deep, but I. I gotta be honest. I didn't know we were gonna go that deep. We'd gone deep here before, but I didn't know we were gonna go into. Oh my god! <laughs> now, Dude, I'm so glad. I'm now so I funny. gotta study and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. Mm. Um. Well, now that we did that, would you like? Would you like to drop yeah, some well, plugs dude, or anything? In or? fucking so. July, right? Oh yeah, I got a couple. Plugs. Yeah, uh, in July on the seventh. Uh, July 7th, so it's a Friday a night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm taping a half hour um, at the wind-up space, 12 West North Avenue. Uh, that's Friday night, 8 p.m. Uh, so come out to that. And come out to every every Thursday at Riley's Oyster. Uh, I do a weekly show there. And then first Tuesdays of every month, wind-up space. I don't know when this is going to be posted, but next Tuesday is the next wind-up space. We'll so. post it probably oh, next yeah. Yeah, yeah, taping a half hour, though. That's the, that's the big one. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That's going to be big. That's, that's be... Tuesday at Wind Up Space? No, uh, this Tuesday is an open mic, but uh, the taping is Friday, July, July 7th. 7th. Yeah. Yep. 
Me and uh, me and Joey are gonna be fucking out there with the cameras. Yeah, man. Fucking killing it. Yeah, that's gonna I, be fun, dude. Man, dude, I don't know how awesome. I landed that, but uh, Joey's Joey's yeah, the real man. deal, and uh, yeah. I'm glad you're on board for that, man. For sure, uh, dude. Dude, I'm definitely gonna go to that. Fucking, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just try to lay down a half hour because I. I uh, you uh, feel prepared, or you you have a half hour? No way, not at all. <laughs> oh man, not at all. no, no. Dude, someone someone asked me gig. like, <laughs> someone asked me like, are you ready? I'm like, no. What are you, what ready? Huh? <laughs> when are you ready? No, it's it, it's not that I'm ready. It's not that this is something that I'm ready for at all. This is why I booked it because I'm not ready for it. And because I don't want the last two years to go to waste. I've been working really hard. I've been going up yeah. six nights a week. I feel that I have great material that I, I need to record something. and uh, Just to like burn it off without Yeah, I want to like get rid of all the material. It. And I want to put it out so I have something to, to, to sell after shows. Not sell, but like promote after shows. I'm not going to sell this thing. I'm going to put it on my website. Yeah, be like, hey, I got a free comedy CD on my yep. website. Check it out. Hell yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I'm basically just gonna wing it, you know. Um, oh yeah. But that—that's the pace I want to set, man. I want—I want to do another one the next year, and then uh, I'm not gonna wait for opportunities, man. I love comedy, and uh, uh, I feel like I got some good shit. I feel like this half hour is gonna be fucking good, so I'm excited uh, about it. Yeah, I'll show you some uh, some test stuff I shot at my Goobies the other week. It looks dope, and it sounds really good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I trust you just guys. Just like fucking around shit. with equipment and stuff. Like, it's a static shot, but, like, it was mainly just testing out how to, like, get sound good for a live show, and it was dope. Cool. Nice. Dude. Yeah, I, I trust you guys got great shit, so, uh, the, you know, the pressure's on me. If I, you know, if, if I fuck it all up, then uh, that's for me to, you know. I don't think I will. I, I just, I'm really excited about this one, for real. And uh, You have this way about you where it's, like, even when, like, you not funny is, like, still very entertaining because <laughs> it's like it's like i watched you at the like you considered it a bad set um last time i was at uh the sidebar you did the open last oh, time i was yeah. there okay and you were talking about like the banks being bigger than the fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh the thing is it was like yeah it it might have not necessarily hit with any punchlines or anything but like you tapped into all the reasons why people might go out to a comedy club in a way you tap like even though i mean look i understand at the end of the day as a comedian your job it's is making college people laugh. dude Dangerous no it's not actually ideas. i don't think it is I, I i i feel like uh i don't know how much time we left we have left now 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 i want to talk about serious shit but you know <laughs> I, don't, I don't think comedy is uh i'm just gonna sound like an asshole i don't think it is all for laugh 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 i use it as an excuse to yeah like go into those kind of yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's, Just like podcasting is—is is it for a radio interview or is it to like fucking talk about? You know, who else would I talk? You got to go off shit? the rails. Who else would yeah. I talk to? I talk to my yeah, fucking yeah. girlfriend about this in. shit. You got to show. Yeah, you know that's the thing about comedy. I don't, I don't see a lot of comedians like believing in themselves, man. And they—they, they, you know, it's like, do you believe in what you're saying? If you believe in what you're saying, you're willing to bomb and you're willing to like. Yeah, I know this isn't popular, but I'm gonna go say it. So uh, we used to have this poster, and Scott took it to New York. But it was a picture of Bruce Lee doing this with the fucking from the eye of the dragon or whatever. Oh, I love whatever Bruce Lee. Oh, and it God. had like the claws across his chest, and he was doing this like smiling. Remember that poster? Yeah. And it just said conviction, conviction. It's all it comes down to with artistry. It's just the end goal is to figure out. All artistry is, at least what I've gathered, is it's 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 self exploration. It's it's you documenting your experience, your journey through that fucking 
cube and yeah. telling people about it. Yeah. Because people need that. People people working, you know, like I always say to Eric, it's like I, I'm not the kind of person I don't understand um a lot of times I don't understand uh I think one of the hardest drawbacks I always had with marketing, with music and even this podcast is that I don't understand how it's happened to the minds of people who look for something like what we do. Because yeah. I'm so fucking caught up in just doing it. You know? Don't think about it. Just keep doing what you do. Whatever you're speaking from your truth and you're speaking from your truth and you're doing what you're doing. The biggest mistake you can do is just pander, man. It's just it just worry about what you know. Someone told me this a long time ago. You know, Jimi Hendrix wasn't asking the world like, uh, "Is it cool if yeah, I, should it, I just shred?" Is real it quick? cool <laughs> if I do this? Is it cool if I grow an afro and light my guitar? He just was like, "Motherfuckers, we're doing this now." You know, and uh, what you do is the same as what I do. You know, you're you're putting your ass out there and. Uh, just keep doing. You, you have to. You have to go from your, you know, your gut, and and the audience is always gonna be secondary. So if they're not into yours, you gotta believe in yourself. You know. Um, yeah. I I know that comedy is about the audience to some degree, but that's a musician in me that just no. This is the shit I wrote. This is what I like, and if you don't like it, fuck you. I think I think it'll be good, dude. I think even if it <laughs> we'll sucks, see. it'll be good. We'll see. <laughs> nah, it's, it's just it's just one one chapter. Uh, I mean, it's the first of many. So I did, you know. I, I'd rather start the ball rolling because um, I want to do an, another one next year and I'm, I'm going to be in the business of making... You got to put that pressure on yourself, yeah, yeah. dude. So, you yeah, got yeah, to. Yeah, totally. You fucking yeah. got to. Yeah, yeah. That's my... Yeah, you fucking have to, man. It's the only way you know that you're doing something right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. I love it. I'm in a good spot, you know, and I'm ready. I, I, I got good material for this thing. So I'm, ex- I'm really excited to fucking to get it out, man. I really am, you know, because I want to get rid of all this material and... uh Dump yeah. it. It's yeah. like fucking Louis yeah. C. Jerry yeah. Seinfeld just fucking dumped it. Well, it's only half shit. hour. It's not It's not fucking hour. Because <laughs> you know? I can't do an hour. There's no way I can do an hour. I don't have an hour. <laughs> I, 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 I'm amazed that people can even do fucking five minutes, dude. That's just like, to me, that's just out there. But that's just because I haven't done it. So. Yeah. Who fucking After, knows? like, you, like, I think you might have, like, went on, like, a 10 minute explanation earlier like uninterrupted yeah you'd be surprised you would have fucking like it's it, time goes by quick man yeah but the, yeah i guess well, but I could never can you imagine it. if i, I just fucking without, stood up <laughs> well i could never do it without repetition i mean the only the only reason i have any confidence at all is i do 250 performances a year yeah so Jesus. it's like that's the, the, as long as i do that then i can do it if i do any less than that then i can't do it you know what i mean it's like it's, if I did any less than that, there's no way I could pull this off. But I have the confidence because I know that I'm doing the time. So, you know. And I listen to a bunch of podcasts and, and everybody that did their special, they all talk about how much they hate it. Yeah. So I'm like, if they all hate it, then fuck it. I'm gonna do mine. You know, like, <laughs> you're really yeah, hate it anyways. You're gonna hate it after six months. I'm like, Yeah, you ever made a record? You're gonna hate it after six months. Like, might oh, as well. Yeah, dude. I hate everything. It's not I've about ever done. pleasing me. It's about it's, you know, it's for it's my own. So Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh yeah man you got anything else coming up that you want to get out there no or? that's about it man i really appreciate you guys you know i i learned a lot man i gotta i gotta read some shit now yeah talk to you guys apparently <laughs> dude i'm not gonna lie this entire conversation i'm I'm like definitely at the, i get like in these kicks i'm like addicted to chess right now and this entire conversation <laughs> you're a smart cat man i don't doubt that you're addicted <laughs> this to chess. entire conversation i've just been having like little 
Like every every like twenty <laughs> seconds a fucking flashback of like a certain situation in chess, and I'm like I'm like trying to maintain what I'm saying, and I'm still like thinking like what would I do right now if, if the rook was here and the bishop was what would I kill the rook? <laughs> would I fucking do that? And I'm fucking doing that, and I'm like, what is wrong? <laughs> fucking chess is fun, dude. It's really fun. I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna uh, kick up a game as soon as. <laughs> Yeah, do it up. Like I said, thanks a lot for having me, man. I really appreciate it, man. You got what you guys do, uh, do is great, and uh, you know it's the real deal. So, thank you, man. Thank the you for not deal. having some stupid interview and, have, and <laughs> let's go right down to the meat. Like go, how, how literally far jump light right travels. into the rabbit hole before <laughs> we even start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> guys, right, this is live from the studio. Check us out on everything: iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We're on fucking Laughable now. Ned from Laughable is the homie. Fucking hit their fucking app up. The Android one's coming out this summer. Um, it is on iOS, though. Yeah, it's on iOS now. Laughable, it's just like a big index of like podcasts, essentially. But the cool thing is everyone who's on a podcast, as their database grows, is linked to the podcast itself. So if you like this episode, uh, in the future, when Archie's on Laughable, and... Uh, mm-hmm. Fucking click on his name and you see every single podcast he's ever been on. It's it's, it's very fucking convenient. crazy, crazy fucking cool. It's, it's like free. The best way to find the content that you want to see for podcasting, I think. And uh, does it up? Yeah, check me out at Eric Glazer. Check out the Darkest and all the other podcasts we record here. Yeah, um, dude. Jimmy, you got anything coming up? Uh, at Jimmy Seleski on Twitter. Uh, nothing coming up that I know of as per usual. But uh, guys, we're, we're LFTS Podcast on everything, as Eric just said. Uh, this episode will be out on Sunday. I don't know why I'm telling you that because nobody's listening right now. <laughs> but, Yo, uh, scope out the uh, Baltimore Comedy Festival. Submissions open the 15th, I believe, of June. And uh, a lot of information is coming out on that. How is do you it find free? That? Is it free to enter? Yep. It's free. There's no, free there's no cost. No fucking, Not like other no comedy festivals bullshit. where they ask you to pay to be in the fucking contest. You, it's free. Sorry, I had to get that it's, out uh, there. I yeah, apologize. It's, it's, uh, yeah, free to submit. Um, <laughs> it, most of the shows are going to be free, and we're going to be having some cool people come in. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. Look out for those announcements, BaltimoreComedyFest.com. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah, man, guys, go study your physics. Go study your uh, politics. Till next week. Okay, Hector. I'm reloading. <laughs> Fuck. Yo. My bad. Hey. Yo. Bitch. <clears throat> Ayy, Kung Lao wristbands looking like a hitman, but a nigga tryna hit a lit man. Mm. Took her to the bathroom, fuck it through the zip man. Left a leg shaking like the crib dance. Mm. Who that had the front door? Did that? That's the crib man. Pay that man a total no tip man. Mm. Pack it out, pack, got my eyes low, get man. Now I'm on go like.